another digital another digital another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Another digital citizen. Ladies and uh, gentlemen, uh, welcome to this episode. That is a very special episode because it's episode 333. Hi, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. Yeah, and yesterday was 22-22. Mm-hmm. And this is 333, the day after. That's very... <gasps> Ooh, ooh, conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy. Conspiracy. I think uh, some <laughs> some uh, some conspiracy theorists' ears just two, 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 three, 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 three. Their, their ears just pe- peaked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just came on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah, numbers together. That has to mean something. Ah. There, there's no way that twos can be in a row without it being some type of like ancient prophecy, right? That's the only no, way. No, 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 That's the only way numbers work. Numbers don't ever have no meaning whatsoever. So, do you know what's mostly ironic about this? Uh, today, I bought a new book uh, from Audible. I go to audibletrial.com/slash not a digital citizen or ADC. Audibletrial.com/slash ADC. Uh, I bought. Off the edge, flat earther, conspiracy culture, and why people believe anything by Kelly Well today about conspiracy, uh, the conspiracy on a flat earth since uh, like where it came from and where it's going. And it's very interesting where it's going. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always. Where- over the edge. <laughs> right, I was like, where is there a place that it's going? <laughs> Off the edge. Get it? Get Don't it. they believe that like there's an ice wall? Like the actual flat earthers believe there's like a yes. massive ice wall so you couldn't technically yes. go over the edge. That's the whole way. Yes. <laughs> right. Um and they don't believe so, in global he, warming, but if they did, wouldn't the ice wall melt? I mean, is that that right, you know, mm. right. And then we would fall off the edge. Would the continents just kind of drift? Like, you know how like pan is Pangea a thing to flat Earth Earthers? Pangea? Oh, uh, that every like, like you know how they continental drift, right? Yeah. So, in their theory, could the uh continents drift off the edge of the earth over time? Does that make mm. sense? Mm. Or mm. If, if they went off the edge, would they just go over the edge and then like kind of roll around and then be underneath <laughs> on the other flat side of the earth? Because there's got, if the, fl- if the earth is flat, there's got to be another flat side, right? That's something we've never heard. That's my new, I'm oh, inventing yeah. a new what? conspiracy. The what? other what side is... of flat earth. <laughs> what is on the <laughs> other side of flat earth? That is a very, very good question. Is that where Superman, Batman, and all the... Uh... That's where the dinosaurs are as well, yeah. Oh. All the di- like the dinosaurs didn't not exist. They The whole earth just flipped over. Like a coin. Ah. They're on the tail side. yeah so how's your week uh kind of slow but then right at the end everything like yesterday was one of those days where like 
everything that you could possibly have to do all had to be crammed into 24 hours, even though you don't technically have 24 hours because you have to sleep. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's like that old saying, yeah. there's only 24 hours in a day. That's a fucking lie because you have to sleep. So fuck, mm -hmm. fuck you, whoever came mm -hmm. up with that saying. <laughs> You're just factually in <laughs> incorrect. <untrue>. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I had a very hutastic uh, week. See what I did there. I uh -huh. did. Wow. Ha 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 ha. But yeah, I had a very good week. Uh, other than uh, I had a little spat with a former friend of mine, so that was fun. A spat? What does that mean? Oh, of, of like a, a an a, argument. An argument. There, I would. I didn't want to say the f word, uh, but yeah, a fight. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, people uh, nowadays would call it. I would call it a spat because I'm, 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 I'm from the sixties. You see, uh, tense, yeah, in, spat. tense engagement. Maybe what the U.S. would call it. <laughs> tense. We're not. We're not in a fight or a battle or a, we're in. We're in a tense engagement. Tense engagement. Yeah. <laughs> is that what uh, is happening in Ukraine? Is well, yeah. It's not. I mean, it's definitely not an, an invasion. Well, no, it could be no, an invasion no, 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 no. slightly. It's not a. Not no, a war. No no no. no, no, no. It's not a battle. Uh. Yeah, I guess it's intense engagement is what we're what's going intense on there. Intense engagement. They have a spat. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a spat, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's gotten a little crazy there, though, right? I mean, uh, Putin. Well, I guess last week. What did we What did we talk about last week? I guess that's where we should start, right? Mm. Uh, last week we had the whole thing with whether or not. There was going to be an invasion of Ukraine. Uh, mm. Putin greenlights deploying troops into eastern Ukraine, uh, into two yeah. separatist-held regions of Ukraine, uh, which lawmakers said would be a peacekeeping mission, is what mm -hmm. they said. Uh, Russian leader Vladimir Putin got the green light from his upper house of parliament on Tuesday... Inflaming a crisis with the West and the upper chamber lawmakers voting unanimously in favor of Putin, uh, who asked permission to deploy forces abroad. The step came after Mo Moscow recognized the independence of these Ukrainian regions on Monday. Uh, this triggered an international condemnation and added sanctions, which we'll talk about in a second, I guess. Uh, by the way, uh, I looked uh, uh, what having a spat means, according to Google. Okay. Uh, and they say, you probably recognize the word spat from the face lover spat, which describes a minor squibble between a couple. So a spat is a short argument, usually uh, about something that's not important. Okay, then we had the fight. <laughs> I mean, if you're like really British and you're from like a hundred years ago, you uh, they spat on me. That's man spat oh, yeah, yeah. on. You could be like you got spit oh, yeah, yeah. on, uh, which I guess oh, yeah. could be the start of a fight if you're like uh, really old. If you're like a thousand years old, maybe getting spat on. Well, I, I, I mean, I am a hundred, uh, one hundred and twenty so. or one hundred and fifty. Yeah. 
Around there, yeah. Me and the queen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she got COVID this week, by the way. We don't have that in the news, do we? Uh, yes, oh, we, we do. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah, but uh, anyway, but uh, let's go back to Ukraine. Sorry. Uh, yeah, the, the decision uh, takes immediate effect, said senior lawmakers. Uh, by approving the use of armed forces abroad, we assume they will be peacekeeping forces, forces designed to maintain peace and stability in <sighs> the Ukraine, said Valentina Mad. Veniko, the upper house speaker in in Russia. Uh, yeah, I have I've seen some so many videos this week, and I I have to say this: I'm not sure who's right. I'm not sure it's if it's Ukraine, the United States, uh, Soviet. It feels like everybody's lying at the moment. Well, but at least the U.S. and Russia are both lying. Right. Right. I mean, that, I think we even determined that last week is that right. Um, both you can't really trust either side. So if you're no. if you're going, oh, Russia is definitely the bad guy here. Um, right. Maybe you go back and look at all the peacekeeping quote unquote missions the U.S. has done in the past. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that I mean, peacekeeping mission is is a. a Loose work. Right. Uh, peacekeeping, when you have uh, giant tanks and uh, artillery guns for taking down planes and things, how peacekeeping is that exactly? But uh, at the same time, then you have to look at the U.S. and go, how how are we peacekeeping uh, around the world, mm -hmm. other places, uh, and Russia? I almost kind of think that Russia saying this is a peacekeeping mission is almost kind of a dig at all the peacekeeping missions, quote-unquote, the U.S. does. Um, mm. I mean, I think the real weird part is, like, over the last few weeks, we've definitely been talking about, okay, there's going to be an invasion. Like, uh, the U.S. has, even last week, we said, they were saying, like, it's, it's imminent, it's going to happen in the next few days, the invasion's going to happen, they're going to take over Kiev... They're going to take over mm -hmm. the capital of Ukraine. Um, they didn't take over Ukraine. They took over parts of Ukraine, uh, mm -hmm. which are separatist regions that are um, majority, like, Russian-speaking areas, right? Okay. Yeah, and it's still not good. Don't get us wrong. Like, it's still not good by any chance. No, and, and but, uh, it's in escalating tensions also. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Yeah, but so it's it's not like... Uh, Russia is uh, really helping uh, its uh, case by by doing this, to say it mildly. Well, I, I think, like you said, nobody's... Se seemingly nobody's telling the truth. I don't think we're on no. either side of this. We're anti-war. That's the side we're on. <laughs> like, I think that's War. the weird part is, like, Her. people want to be like, oh, you're, uh, you're saying that Russia did did this for that reason. You're saying the U.S. did it for this reason. It's like, yeah, I'm just on the side of not murdering people. How about that? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't. I'm. I'm not. I, I am an American. I'm not. It's I, very controversial. Right. I, I'm not an American. I'm not necessarily on the U.S. side of this scenario. How but I'm also you? not for Russia uh, invading another uh, sovereign country either. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a little like people want to like be like, oh, it's this side or that side, but there's always uh, a third side to the coin. Mm. To bring it back to the coin analogy, like 
uh, yes, there's mm-hmm. heads and there's tails, but there's also this edge uh, of every coin that you could stand the coin on the edge of the coin, right? Um, so to say that there's only two sides is just not true. That would be so cool if the Earth was on its side, look. It, oh, maybe it is. Mm. The flat Earth is that old uh, Native American uh, <laughs> tale of like the Earth is rotating on the back of a shell of mm-hmm. a um, turtle, but it's yeah. actually just a coin on the back of the shell of a turtle on its side. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean Biden uh, and the allies uh, trying to launch uh, sanctions against Russia. That will not work. It will make things worse, believe it or not, because who they are people, who they are hurting. It's not the Russian government, but the Russian people. So, uh, well, some of it. it certain sanctions are directly um, put at like certain, uh, like the bank and things like that, which. Uh, Going after the Russian bank does directly hurt the Russian people, but sanctions on certain um, uh, political Foods. people, certain yeah. like it, indivi- political individuals, that I don't think that necessarily hurts uh, the Russian people. But I think there is a there is a need for sanctions i guess but the correct sanctions i that's the whole the whole thing about sanctions is like it's so complicated yeah it's very complicated especially since you're not yeah. just dealing with like uh the us putting sanctions on them this is like from nato mm-hmm. which is so many other countries as well right so mm-hmm. uh a lot of people at, at least in the us is are saying these sanctions weren't enough but here uh uh, the forces, including two dozen warships in the Black Sea uh, from Russia, represent 100% of combat power needed for a large-scale invasion. Uh, the strategic movement of Russian forces comes as UK, or Ukraine was poised to implement a 30-day state emergency on Wednesday, that's today. Uh, President Zelensky called up military reservists as Russia's, Russia recognized two separatist regions, uh, Zelensky said Ukraine wants silence, but noted it must ask, act. If we remain silent today, we will disappear tomorrow, um, the president of Ukraine said late Tuesday. Mm. Uh, Russia just announced it is carving out a big chunk of Ukraine, said Joe Biden, and that served as a trigger for the U.S.-imposed sanctions targeting Moscow banks and some elite individuals. Uh, Biden said Russia will pay an even steeper price price if aggression continues so if they that's the big question is is russia like okay that's what we wanted we just wanted to get these separatist regions uh, and that and now we're done or are they gonna move Mm. on the rest of the country that's the big question right Mm. Mm. what do you think i think it's a little bit too early to say what will happen i am afraid of russia but i'm also afraid uh, of people hasting to conclusions about this so it's kind of like yeah i i i don't feel very good about this at all 
I mean, last week I had mentioned all the articles in the U.S. about, like, the space war, and mm. there's all these um, caveats to, like, oh, what is actually an invasion? What's an actual... What do we technically call a war? What do we technically call an attack? And this seems to fall in that weird gray area where, like, the U.S. has been really touting for the last two or three weeks, like, there's going to be an invasion. The U.S. The, sorry, the... Russians are going to take over Ukraine. They're bringing in all these troops specifically to just overtake this entire country. Um, and now we're in this gray area where, like, they did come in and uh, put... Or, or they are putting troops into this part of the country. But it, at least for that first day and a, a little bit into the next day, the U.S. seemed very hesitant to call it an invasion. Did you notice that or was mm. that just me? No, that was definitely both of us. And it wasn't until maybe 24 hours, maybe a little bit more, in, where the, the news at least was, okay, now we can call it this an invasion. And even then I saw mm. certain news putting it in quotes, like, is this... They didn't technically invade. They, You know what I mean? It's like this mm. weird... We're definitely in this weird gray area where last week I was saying, I feel like the goalpost is kind of being pushed for what uh, would start a war, I guess. Um, I, I don't know. Is yeah. that Russia just is that Russia being really smart and being like, okay, we're gonna do just enough where we, you know, we're, we're this isn't technically breaking any international law, but we're like skirting the rules. That you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know when you get uh, support from Donald Trump for your strategy. Um, Things are maybe going. I saw that. I I didn't really yeah. read any articles about it. What did What did he actually say? Uh, <laughs> I I just read the the headline. Yeah, me that too. He, that he thought it was a tactical genius of Russia. Is that a real thing, or is that just like some weird thing that I I, 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 I have a hard time trusting anything the U.S. media says about any any of this and Trump and everything else. Like, um, why? Why? <laughs> right, uh, yeah, why? <laughs> why is that look? Yeah, no no reason. Uh, <laughs> it might have to do with what's going to happen in, in, what, March and April that I sent you last night about Operation mm -hmm. Cold Response 2022 in Norway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, which, what, it says it's supposed to happen in March or April. Uh, it's a 23 have, NATO uh, country exercise, uh, which includes... Includes the U.S., Canada, Denmark, Great Britain, France, Belgium, Netherlands, Italy, Greece, Turkey, Germany, Spain, Poland, Czech Republic, Hungary, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, Romania, Slovenia, Croatia, Montenegro, and North Macedonia. And they're also going to all be competing in a song contest while they're there, which is weird. In, uh, <laughs> but no, they're going to have a 35... <laughs> 35,000 soldiers are going to come into Norway in March to do exercises on the border of Russia in Norway. And I, I me and Fro were talking about this, like, hey, maybe don't do that right now. It's probably a bad... I think maybe, I don't know, if, if people in Norway are listening, which I assume some people in Norway are listening, maybe tell your government don't have these exercises right now, because this seems like it could just increase tensions, right? <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Oh, yeah, no. I, I, I go Norway. I mean, 
Stop. Stop doing this, literally. Well, it's not just Norway. Norway is a founding member of NATO, right? That's the whole... That's the reason they're doing these exercises. And this was obviously planned years ago before uh, this crisis in uh, Russia really came to a head, I guess. I I was going to say before it started, but... Really, this started, started in like 2014, yeah, 15. Or, right. I mean, I went back there. through all the stuff we've talked about and sent you everything about like uh, the U.S. being in Norway, uh, battling Russia, starting in 2015. Which you know that was before that was during the mm-hmm. Obama administration. So yeah, this all. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not like. I don't want people to get into their minds like, okay, this is now just happening because of. No. This. Right. This no. is a long standing um, disagreement that now is coming to a head, right? I don't know. What do you think about that statement? Uh, I think you are 110% correct in that statement. Okay. I'm, and I just think uh, not only people in Norway, but I think all these other countries, we all need to kind of come together and say, like, Okay, yeah, Russia's bad for doing this, and Russia, uh, we, I agree with sanctions and everything else, but don't, um, when we're sitting there going, hey, don't put uh, troops on your border uh, of Ukraine, like, meaning Russian troops in Russia on the border of Ukraine, maybe don't put 35,000 soldiers from 26 countries on the border of their country in Norway, no. because that would be hypocritical, right? <laughs> No, Luke, come on. It's not that dangerous. I guess I'm just putting this out there because when or if these exercises happen, we're going to cover them and I'm going to have to go, hey, we said don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when we said don't. (laughs) And the US or, you know, NATO is going to be like, we have to do this because of Russian aggression. And we're going to be like, no. You decided to do this a long time ago. Uh, I wonder if this will have any effect on the election. Wag the dog. Uh, you there's that's a conspiracy that's out there. Um, that even is being pushed by the Russian media. There was one thing I saw the Russian media pushing that the UK specifically is pushing this whole. Uh, Ukraine war thing because of their uh, royal family's misdeeds in the last few weeks. <laughs> what, what misdeeds? Oh, that one! Mm. Right, I mean, uh, there's a lot of things going on with uh, you know, the sons of, of the royal family. Right. There's an article from Reuters saying it's a shock week for uh, the royal family. I mean, this includes what we're going to talk about with Queen Elizabeth soon, but then we also have the Prince Andrew stuff, and then Prince Charles is also embroiled in a uh, cash for honor skit. Remember, he was uh, giving away um, royal titles for money using his, like, charity charity, quote-unquote. Yeah. <laughs> right. So all of this is happening with them right now, uh, including uh, everything with, obviously, Prince Andrew um, getting... Well, uh, not getting off, but uh, that's a bad... That's a bad term of phrase, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> getting off. 
paying off uh, Virginia Grove Frey this week, right? Yes. Yeah, at least he's not dead in the closet, right? With a rope under around his neck. Well, not yet. So uh, but yeah. former boss of French model agency uh, accused of uh, supplying underage girls to the late financer Jeffrey Epstein, uh, Jean-Luc Brunel. Mm -hmm. uh, the body of Jean-Luc Brunel was reportedly found hanging in his prison cell in the early hours sure. Saturday. The French prosecutor prosecutor's office confirmed the report and says the inquiry has been opened to the exact cause of death. Hold on. I have a, a very strange case of deja vu. <laughs> I have this I have this feeling this has happened before. Gosh, can you can you try to can you remind me where 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 is why is this bringing some memories of a suicide before? Well, early indications point to suicide in in the case of Jean-Luc Brunel. Mm -hmm. Uh Brunel who was arrested in December 2020. Uh yeah. At Charles de Gaulle Airport, uh, while he was boarding a plane, uh, he was put under investigation on allegations he allegedly raped a minor and sexually harassed uh, and sexual harassment. Shortly after his arrest, he was put under investigation for another rape of a minor. Investigation investigators have also questioned him on uh, suspicion of human trafficking of underage girls. Uh, he is connected. To Jeffrey Epstein, several mo top models have come forward accusing him of sexual assault. Brunel has denied any wrongdoing or involvement in illegal activity. Uh, he disappeared from public life shortly after Epstein's death in 2019. Hmm. Epstein, hmm. of course, also hung himself in his prison cell uh, while awaiting trial. That's where I remember it. That's bringing the deja vu. Uh-huh. In the 1990s, he was uh, a scout, a talent scout for a model agency, uh, Karen Karen Models. After he was banned from the agency in 1999, following a BBC undercover report about abuse in the fashion industry, mm. uh, he is credited for discovering a number of models, including Mila jo Josevich. Okay, uh, he yes. met Ghislaine Maxwell in the 1980s, and then she introduced him to Epstein. Bruno has been released on bail, or had been released on bail last November, but was ordered to return to prison uh, a few days to await trial. So he, like, he was out on bail, he went back in to await trial, and then mm, he hung himself, quote-unquote? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Epstein. Killed himself, quote unquote. Uh, yeah. What do we think about? Uh, is I mean, we know the evidence for the Epstein thing. We had documentaries and stuff that came out that showed us all this. So this just happened this week. We don't have like a full scope of like the exact details of stuff that happened in the cell, like we did with Epstein. But but, but look, do you, do you do you smell it? It's it does smell a little like bullshit. It does. Yeah, it smells a little like dirty, <laughs> dirty poo, dirty poo. Yeah, <laughs> dirty poo. Uh, that is uh, what they gave the queen. That's how she got COVID. It's not from their pet pet bat that they have. <laughs> 
that they, they, that they uh, every night they go, ah, you, we celebrate. What would the, the queen, if the queen had a pet bat, what would the mm-hmm. bat's name be? I guess like Guinevere. Would Con- probably... Consacolot. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was thinking that the, for some reason I was assuming the bat would be female. I don't know why. It was weird. No, Consacolot. Uh, mm-hmm. The queen uh, has COVID after a shame, after the shame of Prince Andrew's sexual abuse and Prince Charles being embroiled in uh, a scandal. Queen Elizabeth is, has now caught COVID nineteen to round off a terrible week for the British royals. Uh, Buckingham Palace said on Sunday the monarch returns ninety six, so not she's not in a great yeah. age range to get COVID, right? No, she's kind of in the danger zone, I would say. Uh, they say she's suffering from mild symptoms after testing positive for the virus, but growing health fears and scandals involving the family are threatening to overshadow her mm. celebration to mark her 70th anniversary on the throne. Right. Yeah, uh, uh, we wish her well, of course we do. Uh, and next week we will talk about how Prince Charles is now uh, a king. <laughs> is that who's next? I don't even know who's next. Yes. Okay. Yes. And he's what? Prince Charles. Well, he's yeah, he's in, in a scandal right now. Also, right. I was gonna say who's yeah. the, the only one that's not in a scandal, but I'm trying to think of uh, the kids of <laughs> of uh, the Duchess. And Dutch, uh, who is Dutch, how old is he? He's like uh, seven. Uh, seven. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. When did Something the like When that. did the Queen become Queen though? Uh, Seventy years ago. But I mean, how old was she when she uh, when she became Queen? Pretty young. Uh, since she's ninety four now, minus seventy, so she was twenty something. Uh. Well, that's not good. When I look up how old was the queen, the first thing is, how old was the queen when she died? So that's not... Right. That's the wedding march, bro. Oh, she was 27 when she became queen. Yeah, 20, that's older, yeah, that was... actually older than I thought. I was assuming she was going to be... I said it in her twenties. Oh, yeah, but I was assuming it was going to be in her teens. Because just, just, no, no. Uh, I guess because I had seen pictures of her back then, like, you know, from right. that... And I... She looks like she's 30-something when she becomes a queen. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, 27, also... so... Yeah. I don't think the seven-year-old's going to be becoming king, but, it, I mean, if possible. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, do you know what I've done this week, Luke? Uh, no. I tried to come inside of truth. I tried to... You tried to uh, come inside I... of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Register! <laughs> In... Register. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> you dirty, dirty dog. Uh, I mean, you, yeah. you said you tried to cream pie the true social media. That's what you just said. But <laughs> <laughs> true social, this fledged, fledging well, social uh, media platform created by Donald Trump, uh, uh, launched Monday. Uh, the app shot to mm. the top of Apple's most downloaded list uh, of the App Store. Okay. 
But compla yes. complaints rolled in, including buggy uh, registration and long waiting lists. Can't get in. Yeah, people are not. Uh, yeah. Well, at least this is from Monday, so I'm not sure. Well, it's Wednesday today, and I create I I created an account, or I tried to create an account on Monday and Tuesday. Okay. But I can't get in. <laughs> uh, NPR reports. Uh, that Trump created this app after he was kicked off of multiple social media platforms over the last few years, right, because Trump has been kicked off Twitter and everything else. That, that's the only reason that this exists, is because Trump was kicked off Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so the app is a Twitter-like uh, app, and its features in its features and design, allowing users to build custom profiles uh, following others and create posts which the app calls truce. So the posts there are called posts or called truths, and then retweeting is called retruthing. From yeah, it looks exactly like Twitter. Exactly. It will differ from mainstream social media. However, it's planned for content. Uh, uh, oh, it it's planning different content moderation. Right. Um, they're supposed to, it's supposed to be like free speech app or whatever, but you're not allowed to say, mm -hmm. I mean, we covered this in the past, you're not allowed to say bad things about the app itself, on the app, right? Right. I'm going to create an account under another citizen, and I would just tweet one thing, fuck Trump and fuck this tweet. <laughs> uh. And then get kicked off, like, in, in, <laughs> instantly? Yes. <laughs> That's uh, all I, uh, I'm going to do. In a statement last October, Trump derided how he was silenced by what he called a small oligarchy of tech titans and explained how this new social media app, True Social, will differ from other sites. Uh, unlike, this is a quote, unlike big tech platforms, there will be no shadow banning, throttling, demonetizing, or messing with algorithms for political manipulation. We will not be treating users like lab rats for a social experiment or labeling alternative views as disinformation. We will not silence our fellow citizens simply because they might be wrong or worse because we think that Americans can't handle the truth, is what he's saying. Okay. You can't handle the truth! <laughs> I guess one question is, he's saying uh, people are not going to be uh, demonetized. So who, what is the monetization of this? That's what. Who, who are the companies no that are going to put... M ads on this no. website, right? My pillow. <laughs> My pillow. That's that's their only That's I mean, that, what doesn't he have doesn't the My Pillow guy have his own site already that he would want to promote the My Pillow guy? Yeah. Uh, let me let me look it up. Wasn't that the, shut down like two weeks after? No, but it, it's open? I, no, it still exists. Like it was really. <laughs> no. What's his name? Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. Yeah. Mike Lindell. Is it still up? Really? Website? Maybe I'll look up. I, Mike Lindell I, website. I doubt that still is up. I'm surprised if that still is, is up. Uh. I thought you said they closed it. When I look up Mike Lindell website, it goes to the My Pillow thing so let's see mike right. lindell social media social media maybe but anyway let's talk a little about it yeah uh, so i i uh, tried to download the app that was impossible uh like everything everything is impossible with this app 
It's just like, is it impossible to get into? I tried to make multiple accounts. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that it's, it's out there. Uh, okay, Mike Lindell is still planning to launch his own social media. This is from January tenth of two thousand twenty-two. Uh, he's oh, awaiting we... approval for his social media application. Uh, Mike Lindell says. But, but I uh, we we saw that it was open. Yeah, and I saw a video of his of him like he has a video yeah. page that like is live twenty four hours a day. Right. Um, so I think maybe uh let maybe that is maybe that was his website when I went to Mike Lindell. Michael J Lind Michael J Lindell dot com. Maybe this is it. Because there's the My Pillow. Oh yeah, here we go. Mike Lindell. He has a website for him, and then he has his My Pillow website also. Right. Oh, okay. And then he's gonna. He's planning on and, and doing an app also. Oh my. So yeah, um, My Pillow ads on Truth Social Media. I'm not really sure if that's even a thing that could happen since mm. he's trying to do his own social media, right? Or mm -hmm. hmm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, if you want to go uh, and uh, make an account, it's uh, truthsocials.com. That is truthsocials.com. I mean, how long till... Considering the attack on Joe Rogan we saw over the last few weeks of like trying to de-platform Joe Rogan, how long is this social media site going to be around? Yeah. So here's why I can't download it. Are you welcome? At the moment, Truth Socials is only available for U.S. Uh, users only. But rest assured, we're working to make it available in your country. When Truth Social becomes uh, available for you, we will make an announcement. Stay tuned. So that's why I can't download the app. Oh, well, that's good for the Internet to not have it available mm -hmm. on other in other countries because that's how the Internet works, right? It's just like a... yes. The internet is just focused on the country you live in, so that works out well. I'm, I'm probably what I'm going to do, because I know how to do that, is, is uh, download the APK for, for Android directly. <laughs> That's probably what I'm going to do. Anyway, <laughs> are you going to be there, Luke? I didn't. I didn't even try to get on the site, so no, I will not you, be there. It, come on, you can shout uh, about crickets on there, and people will support. Yeah, you. what do you think people on there are talking about? Uh, Havana syndrome. Actually, that, maybe we, if we can get on there, that's the one thing I want to see what they're talking about. Yeah, I think maybe they are very, 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 very uh, pro. Pro, right. pro Havana yeah. syndrome, or you're no, saying... no, that that uh, they are very pro, pro that it is a thing, uh, and not crickets. I have a feeling it's the opposite. I have a feeling the people on true social media really? don't believe in it. Yeah, because it's being pushed by the Biden administration right now, right? So if it's being pushed by the, mm. the Democrats, they're not going to believe it. If if this was three years ago and we were talking about the same story and that same social media app 
with Trump and everything, I think they would believe it because it's being done by the Trump administration. But they're part of a cult, so they don't believe anything that their leader doesn't say, right? Oh my God, l l l uh, listen to this. According to Business Insider, an Android version of Donald Trump's social media app has been downloaded over 100,000 times on the Play Store. An app that is similar in name to uh, Truth Social missiled some fans hoping uh, to test the Android version of Trump platforms. To, uh, to further emphasize its name, it said that uh, they said social uh, app for Android is called Mega Hub Truth Social Trump. Since its release, this counterfeit app has been on the top results search for Truth Social. <laughs> so the fake app is beating the real app on Android. That's funny. Oh, yeah, I did Sorry. hear about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I'm, oh, I'm seeing funny. something right now. Uh, Germany. Sorry to cut in. Germany has halted certification of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline to punish Russia from. Oh, good. Amazing. Uh, this is part of the sanctions coming from the U.S., but Germany, in a major turning point in the world's energy independence from Russia, uh, Germany has made a decision to halt certification of the Nord Stream 2 natural gas pipeline. Uh, earlier in the day, President Biden announced the U.S. was imposing economic sanctions on Russia. Uh, German Chancellor Olaf Scholz uh, made an announcement Tuesday that Germany was halting yeah. certification of the project in a newly constructed pipeline. Uh, that's an $11 billion investment in a prized pipeline controlled by Russia that will now go to waste, and it sacrifices what would have been cash cow for Russia, uh, they said, but it's not just about the money. The decision will relieve Russia of its chokehold over Europe through supplies of gas. Okay. I think we mentioned that this whole thing, there's, you know, uh, there are money and oil, gas, slash gas mm -hmm. interests also in this whole uh, narrative that, um, you know, I wouldn't say get conveniently left out, but I have a feeling yeah. in five years when we look back at this, it's going to be a bigger uh, sticking point than we're talking about it as, as it is now. I agree. Okay, let's go back to uh, the crickets because uh, sticking according, right. yes, uh, according to uh, uh, sixty minutes, they have released every Havana syndrome audio. Uh, yeah, well, not every. Well, they posted one audio, uh, and this audio. Uh, it says, new audio posted by 60 Minutes on Sunday reveals a noise linked to Havana Syndrome. The sound uh, is that of which people who have experienced uh, mix mysterious conditions say they have heard. Those who mm -hmm. suffered say it began after hearing this specific sound. Okay, Fro. Uh, so let's play this. You see the video there in the uh, I do? chat? Let's see. This is from 60 Minutes, so go ahead and give me a countdown whenever you're ready with In that. In three, two, one, play. ...who we agreed not to name recorded the sound at his home in we Havana. We can see his face, Before so I don't know why it chose not to name him. ...that the sound does not <laughs> cause the injury. It is a byproduct, like the sound of a gun 
which is not what does the harm. Mm. Here's what he recorded. Okay. This will not harm you. Okay, Fro? Don't the worry. The injured mm -hmm. officials we mm -hmm. spoke with I said the sound, worried. or a feeling of pressure, came from one direction and focused in one location. It was a, a continuous sound. That's not anecdotal uh, at all. One that only <laughs> changed based on my location. They left, it dissipated. They returned, it recurred. That to us was something that we had never heard of. We could not explain by known medical or environmental okay. conditions. And to okay. us deserved our special attention in an effort to understand what might be the plausible mechanism. Okay, so that's the sound they heard, which, mm. you know, um, that's interesting, right? Uh, we've mm -hmm. never heard that before, right, Fro? Uh, it sounds a little like From, crickets. It sounds a little, like, f familiar, possibly. Well, maybe if you look up uh, <laughs> a YouTube video called AP, Associated Pre Press Obtains Audio of... Cuban sonic attack on YouTube from the Associated Press. They they put out the exact same audio in 2017, hmm. October 12th. Hmm. This is in the hmm. AP archive. It seems like the 60 minutes is only five years late with this release of <laughs> of data. <laughs> it's almost like they used the sound and didn't think anyone would bother to check it. Right. Not only check it, but I mean, in this new audio posted by 60 mm -hmm. Minutes on Sunday, new. right? Super Except new. that we go to the Associated Press Archive uh, channel on YouTube and they have that exact same sound saying that it is from Cuba in 2017. Well, then we go to, what is what is this website? Uh, yeah, what is this website? It is an index of... of pieces of crickets, right? Right. So let's go to the second audio clip there under uh, Indian... Oh, India's short-tailed cricket. And these are the uh, 20 seconds of the calling song of a male Indian short-tailed cricket from Pine uh, Key, uh, Monroe County, Florida. Okay? So go ahead and okay. give me a countdown. In three, two, one, play. Ugh. Wow, that sounds exactly like uh, mm. that that video we just listened to, and mm. it sounds like the one from 2017 from the Associated Press. It's almost mm. like it's crickets. It is the same. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that sound is just so incredibly irritating. Oh. Uh, well, don't don't go to Cuba because I assume they just are they like Cuba, Florida, are very near each other, so. If you don't I like crickets, no don't go to that area of the world because there's lots of crickets there. There, there's other parts of the world I want to go to in Florida and Cuba to be fair. Again, this 60-minute audio is being released. Uh, that's being released. Sorry, is from 2016. Um, mm -hmm. This guy released, or they say they're releasing it now, even though, like I said, uh, we have the exact same audio from 2017 being released by AP. Mm -hmm. uh, what is the... What's going on here? Is 60 Minutes stupid? They didn't <laughs> look up? They didn't do any Google research? Or are they doing this on purpose? 
What's what's going I have, on? <laughs> I have a feeling they are doing it on purpose. I, I either that or they are so incredibly lazy and incompetent. All right. Well, then who gave them this new audio? This quote-unquote new audio, which is clearly not new and right. not about Havana syndrome. So the only to give them the benefit of the doubt would be to say that they're being ignorant and stupid. Right. The only other explanation is that they did this on... Like, being ignorant and stupid could mean, okay, somebody was like, oh, he, he, we got this brand new audio, and they just mm -hmm. ran with it without doing any research whatsoever. That's them being ignorant and stupid. The other yes. option is that they knew that this was bullshit, they did the research, and they ran with it anyways, right? Um... I don't know. Yeah. I, I have a feeling that this, the latter is true because you would have to be completely incompetent to not do at least a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of research. Not even one Google <laughs> search happened before they released this article and did I mean, a whole 60 minutes TV show about it. I mean, we are a shitty podcast and we did more research than 60 minutes. Well, we've been covering this since 2016 <laughs> when it actually initially happened. So, right. But to, like, guess what? 60 minutes is an hour long. That's why they call it 60 minutes. And they... Really? <laughs> and they somehow, um, doing research for this 60-minute-long show, failed to do any kind of uh, actual research. Right. Uh, well, well. Let's hope they go out, take some fresh air. Maybe they go and ski a little uh, before they release something else. But make sure they are a little protected, because if it gets too cold, you know, that's that's not good. Uh, is it not good? I mean, uh, you think maybe they could lose their their cricket if they're a, ma a male? <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're little they're cricket and berries as I'll call it that they used to cream pie into the Trump truth social into the Trump truth social media are we writing the title of the podcast right now uh, <laughs> <laughs> finish finish gear <laughs> suffers a frozen penis in an Olympics the Olympics is over, by the way. I love, I love this. I love this. This is one of the best takes I have ever read in my entire life. A skier from Finland said he suffered an unbearable pain after his penis froze during the race in the 2020 Olympics <laughs> on Saturday. <clears throat> Remy Lindholm, 24, told media after the men's 50-kilometer mass start cross-country race... Uh, you can guess which part of par body part was a little bit fro frozen when I finished. Uh, from start <laughs> to finish, the ra race lasted nearly one hour and 16 minutes. Uh, it was 1.4 degrees Fahrenheit and 40 mile an hour winds. Uh, mm -hmm. The wind degree factor made it feel like 20, negative 26. Uh, he said it was one of the worst competitions I've ever been in. It was <laughs> just about battling through. Uh, when my did, body, but, but look, 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 look. Okay. Did he finish? Did he finish the race? He finished in twenty eighth place. Yeah, but f finish. He's he's, he's, he's finished, right? Uh, oh, I, I got so it. Uh, 
Russian, a Russian won the race, by the way. Uh, when his body, he's, this is a quote from him. When my body, when the body parts started to warm up after the finish, uh, the pain was unbearable. <laughs> he explained. Oh. Well, his finish body parts, maybe that's what he was. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, now I want to make some joke about finishing, but that would just be too <laughs> finishing in so true social media, right? Uh, oh gosh. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that we already wrote uh, the title of the show at least. Oh. Right. Um. So. Tron tells the truth. Are we there, or do you want to say anything more about the no, chance? no? I, I, frozen don't, I don't. I don't want to say anything about frozen penises. Thank you. Gold member. Um, <laughs> Tron is going to tell the truth about war. Uh, by the way, but uh, <coughs> this is going to be a message from Tron about a man who is afraid of war. Hello, this is Tron with Tron Tells the Truth. If you think my voice is strange this week, it's because I got COVID. Yeah, I fought myself through a whole pan pandemic. I waited and took all the precautions, all my three vaccines. I kept distance, I kept masks on. I even worked at the ER for over six months. And now I've been working in healthcare ever since. But not even me can get away with it. I have COVID. For the last few days, I felt like shit. But I think I will feel more shit if I haven't taken the vaccine at all. I tried to keep update, take vitamin D and so on. So I have problems reading, but I still have some anger in me. Of course, people are still not getting vaccinated. And people all around the world We'll now see a new war in Europe. Last time America was in Europe, or, well, they always been here, but the last time they were in a war in Europe was in 1945. Before that was never going to happen again. After 1989, we thought it really never will happen again. But now it's real. And there are time for everything. There are time to criticize the United States for fucking up in South America, fucking up in Iraq, fucking up Afghanistan. You can say they have America and the United States have double standards when it comes to uh, human rights since they trade with China and kiss ass in every regime in the Middle East. But today I'm going to state that point that I've said so many times before. Sometimes you have to put yourself interest before what's morally right because we're gonna get attacked in Europe there's gonna be a new war and it costs a lot of human lives and the only one we can depend on in this time is the United States you can always call Europe cowards and so on but every nation that wants some point dance with the devil and see after their self-interest always 
if you think that this is new, if you think you, you know, that the government do something new, you are fucking really mistaken. We can also say that Ukraine and there are a lot of groups there is far to the right and they don't have a glorious history themselves on many issues, but that is not the fact now. People are going to war in the Ukraine and this is going to look extremely fucking bad. So every other debate there is about whether the United States this and that and how they treat this and that shall never be an excuse for not doing anything in Ukraine. We have to do something and we have to do something fast. Putin is a fucking dangerous man. It's always funny how people far to the right think Putin is a good man. Well, I can understand he is giving the church the right to bash gays and women and be a dictator and so on. He speaks on his family values. It's something he knows. Even had even had been divorced, had several wives and lovers, mistress or lovers, I don't know. But anyway, they seem to love him. He was a former KGB agent. If Obama said he loved Putin, oh holy fucking shit, he would be dragged as a fucking commie on Fox fucking news at once. But this is gonna look fucking bad. Well, I hope you all stoop up for Ukraine. But it's a little bit important meshing on the end. Don't make this a hate about Russian people. During the Second World War, many Japanese people were put in fucking prisons, camps in the United States just because they were Japanese. They have nothing to do with what happened on Pearl Harbor. Don't let that happen to any fucking Russians fucking living in the United States or anywhere else. Never. Let's show that we are better than that. This was Tron with Tron Tons the Truth. This was all I can do. My voice can't take it anymore. Have a nice day. That was uh, Tron telling the truth again. Thank you, Tron. Thank you, Tron. It seems like he's just convinced that we're going to World War Three. <laughs> I'm usually like very nihilistic. I'm very like, okay, mm-hmm. it, the shit is gonna, everything's gonna blow up in in my face most of the time, right? But in yes. this, this is one of the only cases where I'm like, I don't think we're going into a world war, but I I could be wrong, I guess. Uh, we will see. I mean, what do you think? What, are, what do you uh, give? Give uh, me a percentage of like World War to not World War percentage. World War ten percent. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty low. War forty. War meaning like in between two countries or whatever. There yeah. was a, somebody pointed out like. The idea of a proxy war, where it's like one country mm-hmm. against another country using, like two other country, two other smaller countries fighting each other, which we've done mm-hmm. in the past. Like this isn't really a proxy war. It would be like the U.S. has a proxy, which is Ukraine, versus an actual mm-hmm. country, which is not. It's like a half proxy war, which is weird to think about. Yeah, it is uh, definitely uh, weird to think about. Hey, look. Let's start with uh, things I've seen on Netflix. Uh, one of us is lying. It wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> is things I've seen on Netflix the new Netflix uh, teen drama? Because that sounds like the title. The things I see on Netflix. It sounds like the new teen. Sounds like the title <laughs> of a teen drama. 
a thing. Yeah. So, did you watch this? No. What, what was it called? Something about lying? Sorry, I was... I'm, yeah, I'm, one I'm of us is lying. One of us is lying. Okay. No, I didn't mm-hmm. even hear about this. Okay. Uh, this is about five students on uh, in high school that uh, has to do detention. Oh, and... right. Yeah, I did. I watched this weeks ago. Okay, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. You watched this weeks ago? Yeah. Let me look. I can even you... look back on my sheet. Continue and tell, tell, you what, tell me what. How the fuck did you watch this week, sir, when it came out on Netflix this week? Uh, well, maybe it came out there this week. Possible. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, anyway, uh, this isn't good. This is teen teen drama on a stupid level. Uh, but uh, I have read the book, and I don't really like it when when they are trying to change things from the book and plot points from the books and things like that are changed. But, uh, yeah, this didn't feel as magical as the book. Uh, I will give it a four. Yeah, I saw two episodes and then I'm out. Okay. Um, Yeah. When did you watch this? A long time. It actually this came out in October of 2021, <laughs> so I'd have to really go yeah. back f- pretty far. But I watched it probably last year, to be honest. Because here it says 2022 on everything I'm reading. Uh, yeah. No, it came out on Peacock originally here. Okay. Yep. Cool. So I watched. Yeah, I watched this last year. Whenever okay. I I, I could go. Good. Uh, I, t- I remember, see, it was a while ago, it was months ago, so I remember mm-hmm. liking it, but I think I remember comparing it to The Breakfast Club slightly? That's what I remember. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Like a weird, yeah. um, uh, yaw version of The Breakfast Club. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see, what did I see? Uh, I guess I'll start with, uh, a- Oh, I was going to say AGT, because that's what I wrote down, but America's Got Talent. Uh, Extreme! 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. It's sour and and spicy. Yeah. I also saw this. Uh, can I just say that giving the golden busters to those fucking drones were one of the most stupid things I have ever seen in my entire life. Well, what I realized is this is just America's Got Talent COVID edition. Because the reason they did this is they couldn't do it inside an arena. Right. So they just did everything outside and then called it extreme. (laughs) Right? I mean, mean, some of the acts are cool. The wheelchair guy was amazing, though. Yeah, I just don't understand why they split this up, at least... Uh, what? Split this up? Yeah, this was a two-parter episode, at least oh. for me. Where, where did you me. watch this? Did you watch... I I watched it on uh, actual NBC. Did you watch it on Peacock? Uh, I downloaded it, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. so you don't... It could have been from either, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, they, I saw, the part saw where this. they did the parkour jump over the car... Mm-hmm. They split it. They had to like they cut it right right as the cars coming at him, and then it was said to be continued. And they did a second. Oh, that's cool. Part of the well, didn't, this doesn't make any sense. Why did you cut it there and then do the exact? Mm. Like it would make sense if the the next part was next week. 
right? But then they just right. did the second part right afterwards. Um, mm. Bella Bella's in a lot of shows lately, by the way. Yeah, why is she Bella Bella? And whoa, a lot of shows lately. Well, she was in that other show we saw her in recently that I can't even yeah. remember. But and she was a oh no, uh, it was the um, reality show, the, the bar ranch show, ranch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, celebrity ranch. Uh, they send them to the like ranch. Doctor Phil sends celebrities to the ranch. That's it. Felt like <laughs> Doctor Phil sent a, a bunch of celebrities to the ranch. That was the, what the yes. show was. Um, and she was a total liar in that. But what about her sister? She doesn't seem to. Did she get blackballed oh, by, jo- by dating John Cena? And <laughs> I don't know who is who. So, well, well this me. she's the less enhanced uh, version of the. Ah, uh huh. This is what Daniel Bryan's that? wife, and the other one okay. dated John Cena and doesn't date John Cena anymore. And John Cena sucks. Kind of has disappeared. Why. But this one, this Bella, seems to be doing fairly well for herself. So as far as like. Television. But can she stop doing the yes chant, please? Uh, well, that's kind of her thing, right? I mean, okay. Uh, I I just felt like she had nothing to add to this, which she didn't have anything to add to the other one. But um, true. Simon Cowell returning to be Simon Cowell. What do you think about? I mean, yeah, he's Simon Cowell was very Simon Cowell of himself. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Overall, I gave this a actually I give it a four. I, you know, oh, it's, it's plus. It's a five. It's totally okay. I would never watch uh, another episode after these two episodes, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, the Cuphead show. Yeah, on Netflix. Uh, yeah, cartoon. Uh, that felt extremely weird because. So this is based on a game that was popular three years ago. Yeah. Uh, don't really know. It was, like, indie Why? popular. It wasn't even, like, pop... Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't, like, popular popular. Sure. But I don't really know why why this cartoon comes out now. But uh, when that is said and done, I, I don't mind this. It's actually pretty good. I really liked it. Um, the cartoon style is extremely funny and good. And uh, I liked... Uh, I liked... Uh, Continuing storyline through and through <coughs> the episodes. I saw everything. Um, I don't know how much you saw. Uh, what three up ep- three episodes? I mean, they're really short. They're only fi- less than fifteen <coughs> minutes because mm-hmm. they're fifteen minutes, but they have a lot of credits at the end of each episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would assume so that it took them a while to make just because it is animated and a- animation takes mm-hmm. a while to make. This is like a nineteen twenties style animation but done in 2022 right because like, i loved it yeah i, I had um three hour vhs i don't know if you had these in norway but it was called what was it called three hours of all-star cartoons or something and there were like mm. vhs's you know when vhs could you could put three hours of random shit on a vhs tape in super low quality um and sell it to people i remember i had two of them and they had cartoons from the 1920s that looked similar to this obviously in black and white not in color uh stylistically it's like an updated version of a 1920s animation style which that's what the game was also right i mean that's what they were going Mm. for and that's really cool like in the first episode well the one where the devil is there um 
Yeah. He, I remember I, a cartoon very much like that where it was a spider that looked exactly like the devil looked in that in that episode. Mm. Um where the spider was like a uh, uh taking these flies and and killing them. Yeah. Um yeah, I I really liked the comedy of it also. I mean, what do you think about the comedic style of this? Very yeah, like I said, very very funny, very very stylish. I I saw every episode of it. Uh I I even turned on the Norwegian dubbing for one episode and that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, that probably is. Yeah. Uh it felt like SpongeBob a little bit. It had a little SpongeBob-esque. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't know if yeah. even the voices sounded I know they weren't I well, I don't know that they weren't SpongeBob characters maybe some of them were but some of the voices even sounded spongebob-esque so i don't know i gave this a 7.5 oh i gave it an 8.5 oh okay yeah really really dig this my kind of show next uh sister bon <laughs> Ooh, sneeze sister boniface uh, murders? Okay. Boniface murders? Bon Boniface, yeah. yeah. Uh, I read British... the books. What? I read the books. Uh, yeah, it's a British show, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's a BritBox original. Which did, wasn't there another? Didn't you cover a BritBox original last week? Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I think they've started putting out original shows because I've never heard of them putting out original shows before, like this yeah. year, right? Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, this is a. Murder mystery, very um, Agatha Christie, Poirot-esque murder mystery show. But the oh, cool. two, we have yeah. two detectives, and they're working with a nun who just happens to be very uh, clever, right? Um, and she is also the comedic kind of uh, relief of the show. So overall... I like the murder mystery aspect. It's very British. Like, if you've seen one of these British murder mystery shows... Uh, which you've probably seen a thousand, you've seen this one. So overall, mm. I'd probably give it a, a six. I would recommend... I think you would enjoy it, Fro. Uh, and I know people in my life that would also enjoy it a lot. Hmm. That's cool. Uh, what else? Uh, off uh, with the Mask, a Norwegian television show. Uh, where a celebrity, a Norwegian celebrity, is going to date a lot of girls. But guess what? Um, the plot is that he's going to date a lot of girls uh, that are dressed like penguins and scar scarpoints okay. and squids. And yeah, tell me if that is a little outdated concept. Well, not outdated. I mean, there's a lot of masked quote-unquote shows yeah but yeah this is a different version of that i guess but uh but it's 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 exactly it's it's exactly like that uh stupid uh, show on netflix right which they had a british version before yeah what was right. that called uh, uh something something animals or something yeah right where they're all well where they weren't even all dressed up as animals because there was like the zombie mm -hmm. girl remember so uh yeah I know what you're talking about, but it's, like, different because it's only one person instead of being multiple characters per episode, right? So it's, like, yes. that show mixed with The Bachelor. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yeah, okay. yes, yes. Uh, but uh, what saves this show from being completely wasted is that the guy is very, very funny. 
he he's a uh, very like yeah i like him is he dressed what is he dressed as oh he isn't dressed oh they're he's dressed. the only one that's yeah oh, the see. women okay. are dressed oh interesting okay i thought it was yeah. the other way around okay cool yeah uh did you give it a score uh four yeah okay i thought you'd like it more than that um yeah. let's talk about big nate on Paramount Plus. Did you see this? Nope. You might enjoy this, actually. I was mm. like, I went into this being like, oh, this is going to be kind of dumb. Uh, because it's like a Nickelodeon type animated kids show. Um, because, yeah, like, Paramount Plus has all the Nickelodeon stuff now. Since they had like a merger with CBS or whatever, right? Uh, yeah, the, the animation's interesting. Uh, the comedy style is very cool. I, It's one of those shows that I'm like, oh, I think I would really enjoy this when I was a kid. Like, when I was mm. 14, this would have been my jam, for sure. The, mm. did you, do you remember Penny from uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse? No. There was, like, a girl, Penny, who would do, like, advice segments on Pee-wee's Playhouse, and she... Her eyes, like, she had glasses, and her eyes were, like, in the glasses instead of being on her face. That's kind of yes, how the yes, animation... Yes, 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 yes. That's okay. kind of how the animation style is in this a little bit. Uh, mm. But it's about it's about Nate, and he's going to this brand new school, and he's kind of running the school, and then this other person... This other kid comes in who's kind of, like, the alpha-type character, and he... Mm. Both of them are big pranksters. Um... And it's about him trying to save his school from, like, this other prankster who's trying to do mm. bad pranks, and he's trying to do fun, wholesome pranks, right? So, yeah. Mm. Um, I don't know. I get It's a kid show. I would probably enjoy it when I was younger. I'll give it a 6.5. Okay. Let's talk about uh, The Blacklist. Uh, no, that's not what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about Endgame. Right, Endgame. Not the black. <laughs> it's not the blacklist, even though it has the exact same exact same fucking point. Right. <laughs> it's the same same ID. I hope people are not stupid enough to think this is an original ID. Well, uh, was the blacklist? On, this is on NBC, right? And I swear the blacklist was also on NBC, but I could I be wrong. Think, I think it also was on NBC. It, it is. It's because it, it's on yes. Peacock, it's on Peacock for free. So yes, right. it was on NBC. So it's like it's not even like okay, they took the concept of the blacklist, which was on some other channel, and was like, let's mm. put a female bad guy in here and do the same thing and like <laughs> use that model. They just took the same show and just. Uh, you know, copy-pasted the characters in differently and just, you know what I mean? That's lazy shit. That's some lazy shit. I usually don't get angry at TV shows. Okay. But this show made me angry. Like, visibly angry. Not only because I l like the blacklist. Well, the, end, because... the last few seasons weren't that great, let's be honest. No, but <laughs> let's not talk about that. But uh, but uh, the beginning of the blacklist is amazing, like, really. Oh, amazing. yeah, for sure. But uh, but this is just, like, copy-paste, 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 copy-paste. <sighs> I mean, I've only seen the first episode because that's all that's Me too. out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as, like, the concept, it's about a 
a woman who gets arrested by what the FBI, CIA, U.S. intelligence, mm-hmm. whatever it is, and they think they've caught this like insane criminal that they've never they they've had this hard time getting her this whole t- like the whole time they've been chasing her this this wanted criminal and once they get her they find out oh wait she's just using us for her own nefarious needs uh, she's mm-hmm. she's blackmailing us she's she's mm. blacklisting us almost hmm weird mm. uh mm. Yeah, it's uh, it's very similar to th- that concept where like so generic. I wouldn't even say generic. It's just been done once before. I don't think it's yeah. been done by multiple other places. And it's just weird that NBC yeah, it, would. It, it, felt, it, feel, it feels yeah. like NBC was like, this show did well. Let's try it again. Right. Right. Yeah. And let's see if anybody picks up up on uh, that it's exactly the same as the sh- a show we had in two thousand and thirteen or whatever. But that's just, and the other thing is it's not for a different demographic. Let's say they did no, this for it's like the same demographics. Right. Well. If they did it for like a young kids or they did it yeah, specifically yeah. for like a certain demographic, like they were like, let's make this for Indian like Indian viewers, right? And they were like, We're gonna right. sell this to the con uh, the country of India and we're gonna create this show. It's gonna be the same, but it's gonna be with like mm-hmm. in Indian t- characters and thing like things like that. No, this is the same show, just like Copy pasted different characters into the the script. Yeah, uh, did we? I didn't think I gave it a score yet. Did we? No, I gave it a three. I give it That's a five. It. I I think it's pretty uh, in the middle. Boo. I mean, there wasn't uh, like the dialogue wasn't terrible. I think like yeah. if this came out and uh, the blacklist never came out, I would probably be like, oh, okay, whatever, right? So I would probably give it a seven. Even if it wasn't blacklist. Right, okay. Yeah. Do you have a show? Uh, yeah, let's see. I guess the last thing I saw was All American Homecoming on CW. Okay. Um, okay. Apparently, there was a show called All American, and this is mm-hmm. like a spin off of that show, and I didn't know that. And so I'm going into this, and they do they do a little recap in the opening <laughs> bit of the of the show, right? And Don't I was you like, love that. "Oh, there's a recap. Okay, what did I miss?" And the recap I can tell you was not enough to explain what was going on because I was completely confused the entire time. Um, that's funny. But I guess oh, there was. Funny. It's based. It's this one uh, woman. She in the original was in high school, and there was all this drama. And this is her. Once she go leaves high school and now she's in college, so that's the mm-hmm. the spinoff is instead of her being in high school, she's in college. So it's very much the college years. Uh, we probably could call it all American, the college years. I thought mm. it was funny that uh, <laughs> she's in like an all black college, um, and that's kind of a big uh, selling point of this is like uh, she 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 w- w- could have gone to any school she wanted to, and she chose to go to this all-black college to be, like, around her own people is what they say a lot in the show. Uh, but there's a fraternity in this, and it's Kappa Epsilon Kappa from, okay? Mm. Fraternity. So w- if you were to, like, put those letters on, like, a, a varsity jacket, Kappa Epsilon Kappa, what would be the, the three letters there? It would be K-E-K, which is Keck, 
which if anybody has been online in the last like 15 years <laughs> should know, should know that it's like uh making fun oh, of no. people right it's like yep. keg is like what it's like uh it's like lol except what's a good way to put it it's like lol except saying you're also a loser right it's like saying right. yes i'm laughing at you because you're a loser i was like why did they make the fraternity mm. keck that's it was so weird i was like the whole time i couldn't mm. look away from that because everybody all the guys at least in the show are wearing like varsity jackets that say keck on them this whole time it's so weird mm. uh it was awful the dialogue is terrible by the way just really mm. badly put together show i'd give this a two uh, I'm going to wait to you, Sin from to talk about that, so I will skip that. Uh, Louis Theroux, uh, Forbidden in uh, Forbidden America, on BBC, very good show. Uh, two first episodes are out. One about extremism uh, online. Okay. About the very right, 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 right. Through social of... media, is that yes. <laughs> Even more right than that, believe me. Uh, and one about Eight rapper, chain? yeah, <laughs> about new uh, uh, black rappers uh, and rap in America. Very interesting two episodes. New black uh, rap. Oh, like the yeah. up and coming new rap groups yeah. or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Uh, recommend it. Nine out of ten. Uh, always like Louis Toro is the best. Oh yeah, I'm sure it'll um, be out in America very soon right yeah, yeah. Uh, but my recommendation and a show that you will not watch because it's on apple tv plus is sir severance severance oh there yeah people are talking about this yeah go ahead holy fuck this is good this is maybe my show of the year so far adam scott is in this brit lover mm -hmm. patricia arquette yeah. uh, tremendously John Tururo like it is such a weird show uh, so it's about this m guy called Mark that uh, works in this uh, office where memories have been certainly divided between work and personal life so you have absolutely no memory of your work when you're at home oh. you have no no memory of your personal life when you're at work. That's interesting. I like that. And, yeah, it's an extremely interesting uh, concept. Uh, but when this uh, colleague of theirs uh, appears out of, uh, outside of uh, work, the uh, journey like, begins to uh, like, find out uh, about their jobs. <sighs> Being John Malkovich comes to mind. Okay. Uh, I haven't seen that in a while, but okay. Yeah. It reminds me of being John Malkovich uh, crossed with that God show that we watched where I tried to find God with, with internet. What was that called? Do you remember? I mean, there's uh, lots of God shows. God yeah, shows that he finds with the internet. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, where where they in this like weird uh, uh, treehouse with Nick Offerman as one of the lead roles, where uh, they sit in front of the It's not ringing a bell to me. Maybe I never saw it. I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you did. It was one of your favorite shows of that year. Um, 
But yeah, it it reminds me of that. Uh, it reminds me a little of like absurd comedy. Uh, yeah, just I just just broke broke your rules and 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 watch this. Uh, I'm going to give it a ten. Uh, did you see any of Gene Yus, which I tried to watch like multiple times and never watch? I didn't get around to watching it. I was like, I'm gonna watch Genius? this. It's the the Kanye doc that's on Netflix. Oh no 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 no! Devs was the one I was t- uh, thinking about. Devs. <laughs> the Treehouse. How was I gonna get that get that Treehouse from that? <laughs> uh, you understand what I mean now? All right, but, but it, it's it's not a well. It's like the yeah. most complicated treehouse ever. That's what you should have yes. said. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a the... dev, devs mixed with John Malkovich. Just, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, there was the Kanye doc, which I tried to watch, but maybe we'll talk about it next week. I don't know. Is it good? I said I tried to watch it. I did, like, I put it on, like, not on, but I, like, went in mm. and, like, was like, oh, I'm going to watch this, and then I either got distracted a few times or I was like... I really don't want to watch this. Probably because of everything that's going on with Kanye right now, it mm. felt awkward to watch it, right? Mm. This was made before everything that happened in the last few months, so... Okay. Maybe I will watch it. I, I, I I'll it probably too. watch it. I just... You know, I have a feeling it's... It, it's called Gene Yus. I have a feeling it's going to be, like, mm. super pro-Kanye, which is going to be weird mm. after... Every, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's going to be awkward. Yeah. So that's why I avoid. Uh, I wouldn't say avoided. I tried to watch it. I just felt I felt awkward watching it, so I didn't. Well, something that uh, didn't feel awkward was the last episode of How I Met Your Father. Well, not the final episode, but the the last one we watched. Well, right? we uh, watched episode six. Uh, Stacy, Sophie feels Stacy's mom got it, got it. Um, I sang that all all time when we were watching this. Right, Sorry. and the last episode was about her mom, also, which was... Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what was I... Oh, right. Uh, description. Episode 6 is called Stacy. Right. Sophie feels haunted by her ex-boyfriend. Uh, Sid and Hannah hash out an old argument, and Charlie and Ellen host a dinner party. That was probably the best storyline, mm. was the dinner party Yeah, the line. dinner party was funny. Right. Yeah. Uh... Uh, the other one, I mean, the other storyline is the Josh Peck storyline where he's, tr- it seems like he's trying to replace his old girlfriend with mm-hmm. her as, and she's kind of freaking out. Like, I don't want to be the replacement. I want to be like original. Kind of, that was the storyline with the main character, right? Yeah. But it was kind of a cute ending to it. I liked the ending of it. Uh, I, yeah, but I didn't think this was a great episode comedically. Yeah. I thought... No, it wasn't. This was more, more like a storyline episode. Yeah, yeah. Except, like, I feel like we're getting away from, like, the... the How I Met Your Father part, because, like... Right. What happened to the... 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 Not boyfriend, but the love interest that went to another country, like to South America right. or whatever. Like we yeah, haven't heard yeah. about that guy in forever. Um, yeah. And it seemed like for a while she was interested in the friend, the single friend, who's like the right. odd one out in this episode. Uh, but now that whole storyline seems to be going away, also, or mm. from at least in these last few episodes, they're not. 
he's not acting like he's interested in her. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It's the the um, the storyline doesn't seem to be going the way I would expect it to, but it, that's not bad, I suppose. You know, I gave this episode a six and a half. I'll give it a six. Yeah, it's right in there. Yeah. Uh, some TV news. Uh, Norway, of course, we are the best. Uh, when it comes to the Winter Olympic, I had a Swedish friend that was like, "Oh, Sweden has the most medals in any Olympic in Swedish history. We had seventeen medals." And I l- laughed and I said, "We had sixteen golds." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean Norway. Uh... You guys do fairly well every Winter Olympics, right? Yeah, and this was our best Winter Olympics so far. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised, I suppose, but uh, it says uh, the head of Norway's vaunted National Athlete Development Program uh, predicted exactly how many medals the country would win. Uh, The medal aim, he said, was 32. He said at a press conference... Mm -hmm. um, it's an astonishing uh, high bar, uh, but they. You, I guess you guys got that? 32? I mean, I think, not goals. Think golds, we, but... No. I think we got 34 or something. I'm not sure. I think we got a little higher than 32. Okay. I mean, yeah. This was posted at the beginning. Well, before it was all over. So, yeah. Right. Um. But the most of anybody else. I, I mean, why yeah. is Norway so... Well... Besides the obvious, why you're so good at winter sports? Why? Why are we so good at winter sports? There's sport? plenty of other countries mm. that have like tons of snow and stuff, and they they aren't aren't as good. Mm, right. Every every Sorry. winter Olympics uh, as you are, you guys are. So yeah, there must be something going on. Are you, it's in is the there, snow. Is it in the water? Yeah. No, no, it's in the snow. It's in the it's snow. Our, right? Yeah, it's our magic reindeers that piss in the snow. Is it just like certain Norwegians just put their kids on skis, like when they pop pop them out and they just come out on skis? Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. It it is a saying in Norwegian that Norwegian kids are born with skis on their feet. (laughs) Right. I usually I usually say that's true, but I am born on them under the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Of the car. <laughs> you are more of a Mr. Bean type Norwegian. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely Mr. Bean. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite uh, episode, the one where he's on the recliner on the roof of the car. Yes, so good. I love that. Such a good episode. Uh, Britney Spears lands a record-breaking book deal for uh, or a tell-all memoir. I really want to read this. Uh, page six reported on a Monday that Simon and Schuster has secured a deal for the memoir uh, for as much as fifteen million dollars U.S. After yeah. massive bidding war involving multiple publishers, the unnamed source told Page Six that the deal is one of the biggest of all time, right behind yeah. the Obamas. The president's first, the president and first lady signed a deal worth sixty-five million to write multiple books, uh, and this is for one book, obviously. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'll read the... I mean, maybe I'll listen to the book, but I have a feeling I probably will wait till it comes out on Netflix as a TV show, which inevitably will. (laughs) We all know it's going to happen. (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, not necessarily on Netflix, but it's, it's going to be, like, they're going to make the book, and then the book's going to be a TV show, like, what, a week yeah. later, two weeks later, it's going to come yeah. out. So, yeah, something like that. Totally. They're already talking about it. Uh, our favorite uh, TV show, Luke, Promised Land. Yeah, we did not like that show. It was very boring, no. and we called it's it a soap opera, uh, yes. glorified soap opera. Uh, it's we being did. pulled off of uh, the ABC schedule for low ratings, uh, <laughs> and it will continue uh, to be available on Hulu starting with episode 6, which will be available on March 1st, and they'll finish off the season on Hulu because the show is garbage. So, Yes, that is 110% uh, true. It is probably one of the worst shows. Audible. Uh, www.audibletrial.com slash ADC. That's www.audibletrial.com slash ADC. If you go over there, get a free trial to Audible and get a free, uh, sorry, get a free 30-day trial to Audible and get a free book. Uh, that's an audiobook of any of any choice. You just choose an audiobook. You get it for free. And if you cancel, you don't get charged and you get to keep the book and it helps us out. Cool. Before we go through uh, the Eurovision uh, uh, song test uh, of this week, we have a little, I guess, sad news. I, I'm not sure I, I find it that sad. Uh, but uh, the Ukrainian public broadcaster has uh, said that Alicia Posh, that uh, we listened to last week, has said that uh, she withdraws because uh, there were accusations that she visited Crimea illegally in 2015. Uh, so the singer had to withdraw and with an empty uh, space empty, uh, the Ukraine broadcaster has invited Kalush Orchestra that was coming second in in the in the contest. I think this was the right thing to do because they won the televotes by tremendously much. If you see down here, uh, the winner that we listened to last week had nineteen thousand uh, televotes, yeah, right. five hundred, and. And, how did they win? Uh, how did the other, how did she win? <laughs> because the, so, the jury is only by two yes. votes, though. It's like that's not yes. So uh, they gave the winner of the televotes eight points instead of counting it as points. Oh, it's just yes. how they do it in that country. That's weird. Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. And it's it's extremely stupid as well, especially when it gets gets like over 10,000 more votes. Well over 10,000 more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but we have uh, three countries that are coming out this week. Uh, should we do Norway right away so we're done with it? Right, yeah. Uh, because you predicted this one was going to win before... <laughs> before how long ago, Yeah, how long time ago did I tell you about this? At well, least I guess like when... three months ago. When they actually release like yeah. the not Two. not nominees, but the yeah available songs that were going to be in the Norwegian yeah. contest, right? Yeah, two months ago I said to Luke, "Hey, listen to this." Song. And my this first question was, uh, "Do these guys? Is this a regular <laughs> band that just normally no. dresses up like this in Norway?" And uh, yeah, no, no, um, just for this contest, right? It, 
but it kind of seems like like if you were to just watch this as like a regular everyday person of the world you'd be like oh this is, must be a band this must be how Norway Norway must just love this kind of music right? <laughs> <Wolves>. <laughs> love wo people who dress up in wolf suit but not yeah. like what you're thinking of like a wolf in a suit right <laughs> like a business no. suit right no but uh, it's it's good um I'm extremely biased, so I'm going to let you talk more about what you think about this than me. Because I loved it. I mean, it's kind of a comedy song, a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. It's also a little bit political. It seems like they're uh, saying, you know, uh, the carrot and the stick, you know, give a wolf a banana. Like, the wolf is, mm -hmm. the, you know, a bad guy, and you're trying to appease mm -hmm. the bad guy. So, in that way, it seems like there's an underlying meaning to this song in my opinion uh i like the beat is just catchy as hell though so it is so catchy and i probably give this a uh i'll give it an eight okay cool i will give it a unbiased 10 <laughs> <laughs> i i i have a sneaking suspicion that we will do better with the televotes than the juries. The juries will hate this. But I think the televotes will vote for us. So I think we will be in top 10. Okay. I, 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 in, in all honesty, I think we will be in top 10. I'm not, yeah. I just, I think it also depends on like the stage performance because we haven't seen any of that at all yet. Right. But uh, as far as the catchy, how catchy the song is, I can see that totally. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Lithuania uh, with Monica Liu with Sentimental, or I want to say Sentimental, but it's Sentimentae. But, uh... Uh, this is the bowl cut uh, song? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh... <laughs> is, is this the bowl cut song, bro? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that's the first. I'm like, this haircut. What are you doing with the, this haircut? Is very um, 1990s bowl cut. I love it. I love it. But I love her shining dress a little more than I love her bowl cut. I will. I, I, I thought the singing was fine. It's very yeah. um, female ballad song. Um, and the. Do you know what the, the visuals are fine? It's, it's there's no like yeah. dancing in the background. It's just you know song with uh, lights, and but then the, the haircut it just kind of was like everything's normal and then the haircut right. It reminds me of a little like it reminds me of a little like French. This could be French, uh, the French song from like three, four years ago. That is what it reminds me of. Something French. It has this French kind of attitude. Mm, reminded me of Oliver Tree, but sure. <laughs> the female Oliver Tree? Well, I mean, Oliver Tree does has that haircut, like, ironically. Yeah. She has it non-ironically, I guess so. But uh, what uh, did you give the song? Um, I don't I don't see this going anywhere special. I'd probably give it a, no. uh, a six. I'll give it a six. Okay, are you more nice than me? I would give it a five. Uh, but then the maybe worst Estonia. Stefan with hope. I, I okay. I'm I not going like to say this song. This. The, 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 yeah, this is the country song. Sorry. This is country. Well, is it? 
It it's, is. Come it's on. like poppy country. So I guess it. I like pop country. Right. Yeah. It's not like Johnny Cash country. It's no. It's, you know, it's, it's Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. There you go. It's pop country. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Um, from Estonia. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, the, the song itself was fine. I liked the message of it, like the message of hope and everything. And I yeah. thought the singer was good. I thought the beat was. It was fine. It, it was catchy. To My a biggest. Yeah, my biggest problem is the shooting scene in the middle of the song. The shooting? We don't... Oh, Yeah, we right. don't need that, like, standoff between the cowboys. Well, I don't think that's to gonna happen in, in, like, the actual Eurovision, though. Because... You right? don't? <laughs> well, I guess it could, but I... I've, it could. I don't know. I just have a feeling that's probably just part of the music video. But I, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but I'd probably give this a 7. I really like this. I will give it a seven and a half, actually. Uh, okay, uh, some movie news. Uh, Alec Baldwin. Hey, have we talked about this before? Uh, it's being sued by the family of the cinematographer this time that was killed on the set. Remember when the cinema, the family said that we we don't uh, think we will sue Alec Baldwin. Do you remember that? Yeah, but at the same time, Alec Baldwin said they did have every right to sue him, and he expected them to sue him, remember? Yeah. <laughs> but, but then uh, that family he... also said they weren't going to do that, and now no. they are doing it, yes. And now they are, so... Uh. Very confusing, but the family of the cinematographer... Cinematographer? I can talk. Say, say that to the ten times five. <laughs> well, it's not even a tough word. I don't know why I'm having a problem today. Like... <laughs> Have you been drinking, Luke? Come on. Right? Yeah, no, my brain is just broken after this week. Uh, yesterday, I did, like like, like I said earlier, I did more things than you need to 24 hours to do. So, uh, the family of yes. cinematographer shot and killed on set of the film Russ sued Alec, uh, Alec Baldwin and the movie's producers Tuesday, alleging callous disregard for the uh, in the face of safety. At a news conference uh, announced... Announcing the lawsuit, the attorneys for the husband, who that's the person who said they weren't going to sue him, but they are, mm -hmm. uh, and a uh, nine-year-old son of the woman killed, said that Bob Baldwin refused training for the type of cross-draw he was performing when he fired the shot that killed her. Okay, he, mm. I didn't. That's new information. He refused training for this gun uh, that he used on set. So. Mm. Yeah, that's weird. Uh, the suit filed in New Mexico, Santa Fe County, uh, in the name of Matthew and Andros Hutchins, uh, shows the text message exchange between the camera operator and producer, in which the complaint over gun safety was met with the suit calling it uh, callous sarcasm. Hmm, okay. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Not looking good for Alex Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, to be honest. Uh, no. I also read uh, another article that he just bought, like, a brand new ranch, like, out in the middle of nowhere, basically just well, getting away. Smart. Right. Yeah, yeah. Getting away mm -hmm. from everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's smart to do exactly now. Now is the time I would do that. <laughs> Maybe he's like, I need to get rid of some of this money before they take it. <laughs> Aw. Just joking. Just uh, joking. Fran Francis Ford Coppola. I love this uh, article. I also love this article. A Marvel picture is one prototype movie made over and over again. Yes. 
uh, in a comprehensive interview in his home in California, uh, Francis Ford Coppola discussed, the, discussed his filmmaking career in his early days in Hollywood. The five-time Academy Award winner and director, whose films include Godfather, Apocalypse Now, and Patton, also shared his thoughts on current uh, landscape of filmmaking. Um, to remind them about the thrill about going to the movie theater, to remind people that the cinema debut is much more important than the so-called streaming. Streaming is just home video, he said. So that's, you know, super boomer, obviously. I think we're all pa past that point, right? Just because TVs are so advanced at this point, don't you think? And, like, home mm -hmm. stereo systems? Yeah. Um, if you're rich, you already probably have a movie theater in your house. Uh... He said um, about Marvel, there used to be studio films, now there are Marvel pictures. And what is a Marvel picture? A Marvel picture is one prototype movie that's made over and over and over and over and over again to look different. I always tell my kids, let your films be personal. Always make it a personal, or well, as personal as you can, because you are a miracle and even that you are even alive. And then your art will also be a miracle because it reflects stuff. Of uh, from someone who there is no one other there is no other one like that whereas if you're part of a school or yeah I make a Marvel picture and that's your formula and I get it I'll do my best sure it will still have your individuality but as art do something and do something else so he's just saying mm -hmm. like you know Marvel pictures aren't art films which I guess I mean nobody is expecting that but uh I think that's something I've had a problem with superhero movies for a long time, right? I mean, I think I've voiced that very same opinion that, like, they're just very repetitive and they're formulaic, so. They are very repetitive. Uh, I think I think I haven't seen a really good origin story and things like that since The Joker, and I didn't even like The Joker. Well, the, the new Batman looks not like that's just it like the new batman doesn't look formulaic and that's why i'm more interested in it yeah. where like all like every single uh avengers movie i didn't want i didn't, was never excited to see any of those because they're all formulaic they all have like the same structure and it's very obvious who the who you know this is how the the good guys win the bad guys lose and whatever right. yeah exactly there's no like heart that's the problem well, look, I have seen four movies this week because uh, we're doing the races and things like that. Uh, I had to cram and cream <laughs> uh, some movies together. Uh, let's begin with... What should we begin with? Spencer? Yeah, Spencer. Okay. Um, hey, do you want to see a movie about Princess Diana? No, you say? Uh, well... I saw a movie about Princess Diana, and it is so fucking good. It is called Spencer. Uh, it is about a Christmas party in uh, Sadringham uh, in Norfolk, England, and uh, she's struggling with health problems and. Uh, she ends her marriage to Prince Charles in this movie. Just fucking amazing movie. I didn't think I had any interest in this, but I will give it an 8.5. Uh, 
really, really love that. Mostly because Christian Stewart is such an fucking underrated actress. Uh, I mean, she. I think she's pretty hit or miss, to be honest. But uh, yeah, sometimes she's really good. Sometimes, uh, like not so much. Um, let's see. I saw four movies, but I didn't watch any of them to because of the Oscars. Um, I saw Last Man yeah. Down. Uh, this was a French film. Okay. Uh, about a man who let's see. I saw this way earlier in the week, and it's I barely remember. Uh, it, like the world is in a you know pandemic where like it's wor- way worse than this pandemic where like everybody uh, if you get near anybody who's infected you instantly die. What is that called? Where it's mm-hmm. you know like one hundred percent fatality rate. Right. Right. Um, right. And this guy who used to like before everything he was like a su- super soldier basically. He he now lives out in the middle of nowhere in the woods um and a woman comes to like his cabin and he wants her to leave but then he realizes that she's in danger and that's why she's there and then he you know has to protect her from these people who are after her Mm, it's like rambo ish rambo ish right okay um Mm -hmm. the problem is like the dialogue and everything is so awful. Like the action mm. scenes are fine, I guess, mm. but it's filmed really cheaply. And the dialogue is just like, you know, Oh, I protect you. I'm, I'm gorilla. Mm. Rr, rr, rr. It's like very like that. You know what I mean? Uh, so overall I give it a two. Wow. That seems amazing. It's pretty bad. Um, okay, I think I will go in this order. Uh, Spencer was my least favorite movie of them. Then Belfast, uh, with Kent Brennan about the Northern Ireland, uh, Belfast. This is such a good movie. This is also a movie that is Oscar nominated. Didn't think I would like this either, uh, because I think black and white is pretentious. This felt a little more pretentious than... Uh, the 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 uh, Hamlet one that I don't uh, remember what it was called. Uh, uh yeah, but uh, Fortnite is in it. What's his name? Uh, Will Smith. Yes. Ah, no, no, no. That's uh, that's King King Lion or whatever. King Richard. Was. Oh, right. Okay. I yeah. thought. Well, oh, that's how I'm, I'm getting it mixed up because King Richard. Right, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, the Hamlet one was, was called something. Uh, Macbeth something. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's just about body uh, that uh, has a lot of family, love, childhood, high adjuncts, and uh, when his hometown uh, begins to be like increased turmoil, his family has to uh, find out if they want to live there or just uh, leave everything behind for a new life. Uh, very interesting, very, very cool. Maybe a little too sappy for my ca- taste, so I will give it an 8.5 as well. Uh, I saw Don't Kill Me, um, which is an Italian okay, uh, film. I will not, since you asked so nicely. Okay, good. Uh, okay. This is a zombie slash vampire type film. Uh, and a very um, Let the Right One In 
type feeling to it if you've seen that not the american version what's the american crappy version but like the, the, the good version. don't let the right one in it had feelings yes, of that the a little swedish bit. version sure like the original i guess i'll call it the original yes. but yes uh, that is the swedish version. it had kind of like that type of feeling as far as like an indie you know zombie slash horror vampire type movie uh very cool ending like very cool mm. uh i would say surprise type ending the acting's very good stylistically it looks very cool uh, I think Fro would really like it. I gave this a, and I'm gonna give it an eight. Um, it's basically about a girl who, uh, her and her boyfriend die, mm. and she wakes up in the mausoleum. Like she's, they've put her body in the tomb and everything, and then she mm. wakes up in the tomb and like busts out, and then she realizes, oh my gosh, I've just come back from the dead, and then all of a sudden these. Mm, I don't know, vampire zombie hunter people are coming after her because they're like, their task in life is to, to hunt the undead. And then she meets up with some other undead people. It's very cool. I'd recommend it to you, Fro. What was it called? Uh, don't Kill Me, um, which I think it's probably called something in Italian that's not that, right? So. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, it was on 21. Netflix in America. So, yeah. Mm. I'll see if I find it uh, on Netflix in Norway afterwards. There's this guy who, t the main, the boyfriend guy, they totally obviously got him because he looks just like Edward from uh, the Twilight movies. He's like, mm -hmm. He totally looks like him. It's crazy. Like, very similar. Okay, cool. Uh, let's go with Licorice Pizza, I guess. Yes, that is my... Uh, second place, uh, <sighs> Licorice Pizza, holy fuck, I love this. Paul Thomas Anderson have not made a single bad movie. Uh, he got Cooper Hoffman, the child of, of, of the dead Hoffman, to play in this. Mm -hmm. And uh, Alina Haim from the Haim Sisters, if you have ever listened to... Heim. I love Heim. Very good music group. Okay. Uh, to play the female lead. Uh, Sean Penn is in this. Tom Waits is in this. Bradley Cooper is in this. Mm -hmm. It's a love story. Um, but it's just... Uh, it's this first discovery of love. I, I, I almost cry when I talk about it. That's how good it was. And it's such a heartwarming experience. I really wish more people watch this. I will give it a 9 out of 10. Well, it's just not available to a lot of people yet, is the problem. Yeah. yeah. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix we watched. Uh, mm, we did. It was fine. I mean, it was. it's very standard horror movie, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Um... But I, I kind of like the ending of it. I like the the kills are very Texas Chainsaw Massacre, very over-the-top, and some of them even goofy, like laughable goofy. Like, it's very gory and bloody, but at the same time, you're like, well, that's just silly when you see the person die, right? Mm -hmm. um, which that feels very B-horror movie. They, I wouldn't say it's jokingly... It's not trying to be funny, but it just inherently is, right? I, I don't know. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, it's very... It, well, I guess if you've seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, this is just set in the same town, what did they say, 50 years later, I believe? Yeah, 50 years later. So it's like a... It felt... Yeah. It, it's not... Uh, well, it's a spin-off, but at the same time, it's like uh, a sequel to a degree. Uh, it felt like they were really trying to nudge in on nostalgia, though. Uh, oh, that's sure. That's kind of my, my biggest gripe with it. Also, like, they did the Friday, uh, uh, no, the Halloween thing that has kind of been done uh, already, so that I maybe didn't like. But uh, yeah, no, this was better than I was going to think. I, I thought this was going to be just silly and we would give both give it a two, but uh, it's better than that, <laughs> so... I I I I would give it a six. Uh, there's one storyline that we saw articles about uh, before we watched it, which is the the main character was in a school shooting uh, beforehand, mm -hmm. and like that storyline really didn't go anywhere, did it? No. Like they make a point of it Maybe. a few times to show it, but yeah. at the end, did it really affect the ending of the? You know what I mean? Tiny, tiny, tiny bit. Barely. Yeah, barely, I yeah. guess. Um, I mean, just, like, her ability to, like, survive. That was, like, the only... Mm. But I, I just felt like that was kind of jammed in there, like, for no reason. They definitely went for gore factor. Overall, I gave it a 5.5. 5. Mm. And the last movie I saw this week was Coda. Also an Oscar-nominated movie. Talk about a huge surprise. So, Koda means children of deaf adults. Mm -hmm. uh, this has a lot of deaf people in it, like Melly Yeah. <laughs> like Melly Maitlin. Uh, I love her. From I know her maybe best from Alan McBeal, funny enough. But, uh, yeah, and uh, Troy Kutcher is very good. Uh, it is... It is seldom... I sit and watch a movie, and I am just dumb, dumbfounded of how good it is. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I usually don't like go. Oh, I can't say anything about it. But I, I feel this lady is like she's she's uh, pursuing a love of of music, but also wanting to help her parents with. Uh, <sighs> not abandoning them uh, since she's the only one that can hear of the family so she, she feels a big of responsibility and it's like right. her choosing her between her love of music and but it's so it's <laughs> Koda is it's so simple and it's so heartwarming and the ending is just so amazing I I love this I will give it a 10 out of 10 Really, really loved it. I hope it wins. It will not. Uh, the last thing I saw was Cosmic Dawn, uh, which came out last week, I believe. Uh, about the woman who witnesses an alien abduction of her mother when she's a child. Um, oh, yeah. And she like, has problems like coping with that when she grows up mm -hmm. and then gets indoctrinated into a cult, like a UFO cult. Um and then it goes into, like, her realizing that maybe 
this cult is a fucking cult and not good, right? Mm. Uh, maybe the leader is actually manipulating me for her own uh, her own needs instead of like actually caring about me, uh, which is the reason I came here. Uh, yeah, it was very good. I I don't know. I'd give it a uh, uh, I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight. Cool. Are we ready to so do some Betsy bets? Uh, yeah, let me get the sheet out so I can write down our bets. Uh, okay, uh, let's start with the Oscars, because that's, uh, that's the Oscars. Um, do mm-hmm. we want to start at the bo- bottom? I guess we'll start at the bottom and do, uh, what, best documentary first? Or what do you, where do we want to start? Yeah, let's do best documentary first. That sounds like a good idea. Okay, um... Best documentary, Ascension, uh, Attica, Flea, Summer of the Soul, and Writing with Fire. I'm going to go with Writing on Fire. Writing with Fire, sorry. Writing with Fire. Sorry, yes. I haven't seen a single one of these, I don't think. Uh, no, I haven't seen a single one of these. So, just to be different, I'm going to go... Hmm... Attica. I don't know, that seems like it mm-hmm. could win, just by the title. Best International Feature Film. Uh, Drive My Car from Japan. Flea from Denmark. The Hand of God from Italy. Uh, Luana Yak in the Classroom from Bhutan. And The Worst Person in the World from a little country called Norway. Alright. Um, I guess I should go first, yeah. I'll yeah. drive my car, probably, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, it's either that or the Norwegian one. I'm, of course, going to go with Norway. What a shock. <laughs> okay. Uh, are you doing that just because? or cause I, I No, because it feeling, is. Uh, it, it is going to win. It's going to win. Okay. Uh, oh, best yeah. animated feature? Encanto, okay. Flea, Luca... The oh the Mitchells versus the Machines and Rhea and the Last Dragon. Yeah, this is actually a little horror because I've watched uh, all but one. I haven't seen Flea. That's the only one I haven't seen. Also, yeah. Uh, I really dig the Michelle Mitchell versus the Machines. It was actually my number five on best movies of last year. I'm going to go with that. Mitchell versus the Machines. That's what I was going to pick uh, also. So should I go with the same thing or be different? Um, For the points, you should go different. Well, yeah, but <laughs> that's not always right if if because Mitchell I think and the Machines com- actually yeah. wins. So uh, the I other one I would either... probably pick was Encanto. Yeah, that's what I would have picked as well. No, I'm going to go Mitchell and Machines. Okay, cool. Best adapted uh, screenplay? Koda, Sean Hader, Drive My Car, uh, Ratsutki Hamuchiki, Dune uh, with Denis Villeneuve and a lot of other people, uh, The Lost Daughter, Meg Hall, and The Power of Dog, Jane Capian. Kap- I'm going to go Power of the Dog. <sighs> Was going to do that. I mean, there's a lot to pick from here. This is a, I think, uh, this is a tight one where a few of these could win. I don't think it's, 
necessarily automatically going to be that. Uh, let's go Coda. Coda, okay. Uh, why not? <clears throat> um, best original screenplay. Screenplay: Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, and The Worst Person in the World. I will go the worst person in the world. Um, can't can't go. Yeah, it seems like you're way. gonna pick that every time it's available. <laughs> can't go against Norway. It's the two Oscar nominations Norway has. Come on. Um, I'm gonna go. Don't look up because I feel like yeah. it's not. This is the only other thing I think it's really nominated for. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, best Supporting Actress, uh, Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter, uh, Rayanda DeBose for West Side Story, Judy Dench, Belfast, Kirsten Dunst, The Power of Dog, and Ukwana Elias for King Richard. Um, I know mine is. Am I, go am I going first? Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Best Supporting Actress. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go, uh, Awa John Ellis, or whatever that is. Oh, okay. That made my pick very easy. Ariando de Bose. Okay. Uh, I will explain why. Uh, they gave it to the same actress when the original came out. Best supporting actress, uh, best supporting actor, actor. sorry. Um, mm -hmm. Kieran Hines, Troy Kostor, Jesse Plemons, J.K. Simmons, or Cody Smith-McPhee? Oh, I think it's going to be a power of the dog. Okay, which one? I'm going with Jesse Plemons. Um, uh, I think I'm going to go with Kieran Hines, probably. Okay. Okay. Uh, best actress Jessica Justain and uh, Eye of uh, Eyes of Tommy Faye. Never heard of it. Uh, Olive Coleman, uh, The Lost Daughter. Penelope Cruz as Parable Mothers. Nicole Kidman being the Richards and Christian Stewart Spencer. Um, I'm gonna go Nicole Kidman. To make Ooh. your life difficult. <laughs> I would go Christian Stewart, so. I had a feeling. Yeah. Um, Not that, 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 that difficult, but thanks for trying, Luke. <laughs> I have a feeling either one of them could win this, though. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's probably between those two... Yeah. Uh, yeah, when I'm looking at it, I think it's probably between those two. Best Actor, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberpatch for Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield, Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, geez, why is that on there? Will Smith, mm. King Richard, and Denzel Washington, The Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh, that's what you were thinking of earlier. Yes, and I'm going with Denzel Washington. I'm just going to write Denzel. Um, I'm going to go Cumberpatch, Cumberbun. Yeah, that uh, was my second pick. Uh, best director, uh, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, uh, Ramsey Amuku for Draw My Car, Paul Thomas Jess uh, Anderson, Lucas Pizza, 
Jane Camion for The Power of Dog and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. Uh, I'm going to go PTA on this one. Paul Thomas oh, Anderson. Fuck you. I only picked that because uh, I don't think Licorice Pizza is going to win Best Picture, so I picked this yeah. for that. That's that, yeah. that's that's where I also was thinking. I mean, you, you can pick I, the same. We don't have to be mm, opposite. We've done opposite okay, everything uh, else except for Michelle hey, and the Machines, so... I, I will pick Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, because I don't think that's winning. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh... Speaking of which, Best Picture. Sorry, I'm writing mm -hmm. down the thing. All right. Best Picture, Belfast, Coda, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, Power of the Dog, uh, and West Side Story. Yeah, I'm going with Power of the Dog. Uh, power, I'm going to P-O-D, which is like the band from the 90s. <laughs> so that's good i haven't thought about pod in like but, yeah yeah 10 it, years it, it's, it's, yeah <laughs> uh that's, funny. that's weird yeah. um okay i'm gonna go belfast cool uh this is a good i think this is good i think we either of us has a chance to win here i don't think either of us oh, yeah. uh is a is a shoe in uh at least from what i'm looking at so okay uh Duracis. Worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. I love this. American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, uh, Deadlock, Fortress, uh, Midnight in the Switchcraft, uh, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. Which one was the worst look? I think Cosmic Sin was on both of our lists of worst movies of the year. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> it I, was. <laughs> I gotta go Cosmic Sin just yeah. because. I mean, I, I I have to agree with you. Okay. That was abysmal. Yeah, I mean, uh, I've seen American Siege. I saw a few of these, but that was definitely. Mm. I saw uh, Midnight in the Switchgrass. I saw. Mm. Let's see, is that the only other one I saw? Uh, I might have seen Surviving the Game, but I don't remember. Uh, Worst Screenplay, Diana the Musical, Karen, oh my gosh, that was bad, uh, The Misfits, Twist, and The Woman in the Window. Oh, I will go to The Woman in the Window. Mm, okay, Woman in the Window. Um, I'm going to go Karen. Yeah. Worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel, Karen. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Tom and Jerry, Twists, and Women in the Window. I like how Karen, Karen says inadvertent remake of Cruella. It's like it's not actually. <laughs> um, I'm going to go. Not, yeah, Space Jam. I'm going to go in Space Jam. I'm going to go with the woman in the window. Okay. Um, woman in... Dot, dot, dot. Worst screen combo. Anna Klutzy's cast member... Oh, any Klutzy cast member and any lamely lyricized musical number in Diana the Musical. LeBron James and any Warner cartoon character in Space Jam. Uh, Jared Leto and either... His 17-pound latex <laughs> face with geeky clothes or ridiculous accent in House of Gucci, 
Ben Platt and any other character who acts like Ben, uh, ben Platt in De Dear Evan Hansen, uh, Tom and Jerry, uh, a.k.a. Itchy and Scratchy and Tom and Jerry. I don't know. That's a stretch to me. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Jerry Leto. Leto. Um, yeah. Hmm. What do they he want was... to give this to? I'm going to go Ben Ben Platt. People really were mad at Ben Platt for this movie. Uh, remember that? How mad mm -hmm. people were that he was in this? So... Uh, we're supporting actress Emmy uh, Adams for Dear Evan Hansen, Sophie Coxon for Infinite, ooh, amazing movie, uh, Aaron Davey for Diana the Musical, Judy Kay for uh, Diana the Musical, uh, and Taryn Manning for every last one of them. Hmm, okay, I'm gonna go... Hmm. Amy Adams, I guess? Yeah, I was just going to do that. Um, I'm going with Judy Kay. Okay. The other one I would have gone probably the infinite lady, Sophie Cookson. Yeah. We're supporting actress. Actor is yours. We're supporting actor Ben Affleck for The Last Duel, Nick Cannon for The Misfits, Mel Gibson, Dangerous, Gareth Ke Keegan for Diana the Musical and Jared Leto for House of Gucci. I think I will go with Jared Leto again. Uh, okay. I'm going to go... Hmm. I either want to pick Mel Gibson or <laughs> Nick Cannon, really. Uh, I'm going to go Nick Cannon. Mm. Yeah. Worst actress, Emma Adams for the window, <laughs> Woman in Window, Joanna Wall for Diana the Musical, Megan Fox for Midnight in the Switchgrass, oh, she was awful in that, Terry Menigan for Karen, or Ruby Rose for Vanquish? Mm, I'm going to go Megan Fox. I'm going Ruby Rose, because that movie was atrocious. I don't remember that at all. Even coming out, but worst actor Scott Eastwood for Dangerous, Roe Hartrump for Diane in the Musical, LeBron James for Space Jam, Ben Platt for Dear Evan Hansen, and Marky Mark for Infinite. Uh, yeah, I'm going Marky Mark. That was what I was gonna pick. Um, should I stay the same? Mark it's either Mark. that or Ben Platt. Mm, but I already picked Ben Platt to win. Uh, yeah, but he could win, another, win more. He could win more. Okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll go Ben Platt. I think you're right. It's either of mm -hmm. those two. Worst director: Christopher Ashley for *The Under Musical*, Stefan Kowalski for *Dear Evan Hansen*, Coke Daniels for *Karen*, Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. <laughs> He directed The Misfits? Wow. That's a name I haven't heard in a... Well, he's done a lot of day or movies, two. though. He has, yeah. Wait, he uh, did Joe... Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Uh, that's one of my yes, favorite I movies loved, ever. I loved... I love Ronnie Harlan. Do you know his finish? Uh, no, but I mean, the name sounds very... Mm -hmm. uh, that area of the world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Wright for The Woman in the Window. Um, 
first director, I guess I'll go Joe Wright, because I haven't really given anything to Woman in the Window yet. And I am going with Steven Kabowski for David Ivan Hansen. Okay. Uh, worst picture. Diana Musical. Infinite. Karen. Space Jam A New Legacy. And The Woman in the Window. Okay, so I'm the only person in the world that liked Diana the Musical, so I'm not going to do that. I don't think Karen is known enough to get it. For me, it's between Space Jam, The Woman in the Window, and Infinite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't... Mm, which movie did I think was the worst? Space Jam was just shit, but so was the woman in the window. Uh, Infinite was the most waste of time. I'm going to go with Infinite. Okay, Infinite. Uh, I think that's a good guess. Um, it's probably in between... Uh, yeah... I want to say, I'm going to say space, well, no, I think it's either Space Jam, Open the Window, Infinite, I think, didn't have, like, a, the backlash that Space Jam or Woman, in, like, Space Jam had probably yeah. the biggest backlash from, like, actual That's true. people who yeah. watched it, so I'm going to go Space Jam. Mm. Uh, I think Woman in the Window is definitely a niche, like, the people who were mad mm. at it were mad at it for a very specific reason. Infinite... People, some people just watched it and were like, oh, it's just a stupid movie, right? Um, but Space Jam, I feel like there was a real backlash too, so. Come here, dog. Oh, that's not what we're doing, look. Oh, I thought you were just calling the trailer for the, the movie we we're going to watch the trailer for. Hey, no, 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 no. no. Just hey, look. Are you ready for the joke of the movie? Who let the dog sign? It's expired, sir. You've never made that joke before, Fro. This is the first no. time I've ever heard you make that joke. Excuse me, what's the odds on my It's not like I say that every time there's a dog in the movie. Right. Ranger Battalion. I've been busting my ass to get my mind and my body back into a good place. Do you think they've ever used Who Let the Dogs Out as a torture device in, like, Guantanamo? Yes, probably. Because that's a horrible, horrible song. She won't work with anyone. One minute she's good, the next minute she's sending three guys to the ER. What's up, dog? And you're gonna go What's up, dog? Yeah. What is your deal, man? Maybe just take the crazy down. Maybe it doesn't want a thing on its face. No, 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 Hey, look. What's up? You're just a demon. What's up, dog? What's up, dog? So it's about a military guy who gets a dog from the military for some reason? Why did he get the dog? They kind of glossed over that. Oh, uh, because it's going to be killed. Oh, okay. He didn't want it to die. Maybe we can have some fun. Is that a deal? Shake? Lulu, is that you? Good girl. You give hugs now? Really? Lulu gets the best hug. You've never had a Lulu hug? I like him. He's funny. No, we don't, we, he's we from, uh... What, what is that guy from? He was uh, the brother in that one show. Every day for six months. When he stops struggling, 
That's when I realized maybe I could stop struggling too. I so don't want to watch this movie, look. Look at that! I mean, it's made for people who are like Channing Tatum, obviously, and maybe like dogs, I guess? People who like dogs and Channing Tatum would enjoy this movie. Yes, she, she was. Thank you for your service. I've never seen this dog exhibit any aggressive behavior before. Never. She loves people. Oh my god, I can I can see. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of funny. Okay, that was funny. The only funny part of the whole trailer though. Okay. So look, what is this uh, Oscar nominated movie all about? When a dom sorry, when a dog named Lulu by his uh, with a dog named Lulu by his side, Army Ranger Briggs races down the Pacific coast to make it to his soldier's funeral in time. Along the way, Briggs and Lulu drive each other completely crazy, break a handful of laws, and narrowly evade death, and learn to let down their guards to have a fighting chance to find happiness. Okay. Mm. Uh, that sounds fine. Uh, 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, 4.8 out of 5 on Facebook, and 86% of Google users liked it. Mm. Uh, Audrey, no, let's go to... Ellen Russell that says, worst movie I ever seen. One star, boring and sick and disgusting is an understatement. Comedy it was not. I felt sorry for the dog left uh, way through, definitely not PG-13. Oh, really? Okay. Flo okay. Martin says, I recommend Dog the Movie. Love it. Lulu was expressive and Channing Tatum was fantastic in his role. Funny and heartwarming, emotional, great movie. But Robert Fisk says, uh, Great story, however, if you're going to profit from the mental trauma of military service members and working dogs uh, that have to endure this, you should acknowledge their service to this nation and the sacrifices they've made uh, for us. So I guess, um, I mean, I'd have to see it to see if they actually hmm. take that part of it in vain but yeah i don't know he did, he wasn't happy uh james o'neill says uh, one star probably the worst movie i've seen my whole life i would rather watch the grass grow on the lawn <laughs> so that's good uh yeah i mean that was all the the reviews i had oh okay because i i've saved the best for last look one star by uh audrey bridget that says I went <laughs> okay. I went into this movie thinking it would be a musical. It wasn't like cats at all. I'm so I'm so disappointed. <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling that maybe a troll review there. <laughs> but it is. And what if they actually did go into it being like? <laughs> this is dogs. At yeah. all. Oh, that was so funny. Uh, Finding Carlos came. Do you think there is a yeah, off-Broadway play called Dogs? Though I would not be sure surprised. Dogs play. You can look for that. Uh, right. Finding Carlos uh, coming out. Uh, a skateboarding teenager adjusts to living with his estranged father while pursuing his love of hip hop music and dance 
directed by Lance McDaniel, has a 4.4 on INB, a 5 out of 5 on iTunes, and a 5 out of 5 on Facebook. So that means it is a good movie. There's a 2002 mockumentary called Dogs, the longest running musical uh, in off Broadway history. So there's a mockumentary oh, called it. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> now I kind of want to see that. Uh, t- mm-hmm. Too Cool to Kill, another movie that came out, is a 2022 action comedy f- film based on the 2008 film The Magic Hour. This stars. Wei Zhang as an amateur actor who is invited to play a leading role in the film and ends up in a oh drawn into a dangerous situation. Talk about a generic description. <laughs> uh, Six point one out of ten on IMDb, and that's all the scores I have. Um, yeah, okay. definitely Chinese. Straw? Yeah, Strawberry uh, Mansion. Uh, in a future where the government record dreams and taxes them, a dream ad- auditor gets caught up in an aging, engaging, eccentric dream. Uh, directed by Kantaker Audley and Albert Biney. Uh, they are still in the movie themselves. It has 6.5 out of 10 on movie, 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 73% on Metacritic. Uncharted. Uh, treasure hunter Victor Sullivan recruits street smart Nathan Drake to help him recover a 500-year-old lost fortune amassed by explorer uh, Ferdinand Magellan. What starts out as a heist soon becomes a globe-trotting white-knuckle race to reach the prize. Um, mm-hmm. Starring Tom Holland and Marky Mark Wahlberg, directed by Ruben Flesher? 6.7 out of 10 on B. 40% on Rotten Tomatoes, though. Not great. 47% on Metacritic. 89% of Google users enjoyed this film. A fairy tale after all. Sky, a stubborn teenager outcast, finds herself confronted by whimsical characters when she's transported into a world of fantasy and fairy tales while attending a school marionette show directed by Eric Peter Carlson. Uh, doesn't have any people I know in it, but uh, three out of three point five out of ten. Ooh, that's not good. On IMDb, uh, three out of five on Screen Rant, and fifty four percent of Google users like this movie. So, uh, the curse in late eighteen hundreds. A man arrives in a remote country village to investigate the attack of a wild animal. However, he soon discovers a much deeper and sinister force that has the manor and the townspeople in its grip. Uh, directed by Sean Ellis. 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb, 73% on Rotten Tomatoes, 78% of Google users liked it. A banquet. Uh, a widowed mother is uh, radically tested when her teenage daughter insists on... Uh, Supernatural experience has left her body in service uh, to a higher power. Cool. Directed by Ruth Paxton. 5 out of 10 on IMDb, 62% on Rotten Tomatoes, and 57% on Metacritic, 46% of Google users. Like this movie with Ruby Stokes. I like Ruby Stokes. Okay. Uh, Which movie do we want to see? I guess Uncharted, probably. Uncharted. 
Uh, finding Carlos kind of sounded interesting, but it doesn't mm. look like the scores aren't that great or anything. So, uh, coming next, next week. week. Yeah, next week. Uh, news? Should we do news? We'll do news of the week. Yeah. See if we're okay. at war yet. Mm-hmm. What else should we do? TV and movies of the week. Uh, Eurovision. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, are there a lot of songs out at this point? Yes. Okay. Uh, how I Met Your we will Father. Probably do. Uh, yeah. So, oh, I said we will probably do Ukraine again. <laughs> oh, do yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but it kind of makes sense. How I Met yeah. Your Father, episode seven. Another digital review of Studio 666. Uh, I have heard it's atrocious. I've read an article that, like, they filmed this in a house, and right after they got done, the house uh, fell fell down or burned or something. Like, mm-hmm. they filmed the movie, and then the movie, the house they filmed the movie in, like, was destroyed the day after or something they finished filming. Which I- so, someone says it's one of the worst movies of the year that I read, so... Interesting. Well, that should be good then. Mm-hmm. At least, you know, stupid. We'll see. Uh, Jeremy Rant. Uh, yeah, we're seeing that uh, the U.S. is saying that the Russians are ready to invade at any hour, is what they're saying right here. Oh, at any hour. It could happen any day and at, at, at any hour. Mm, yeah. That's the the mo- the most up to date info we're getting from the U.S. as far mm-hmm. as what's going on with that situation. Uh, anything else? Let's see. YouTube, uh, YouTube wise, not really. Well, there was the Channel Five video yesterday. That was good. Oh, that was good. Yeah, from the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, yeah, not really. Not really much that I can think of either. I don't know. Uh, yeah. What's this one video that was pretty good uh, by Re- uh, Ryan Treehand that spent 100 days in the Metaverse? I, that was recommended to me. I didn't watch it. It was good, though. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, didn't, I liked it. I've heard that name, and I know I've seen him probably in other videos or whatever, but I've never really watched his channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, that lady who was like, um, had the secret relationship with the, uh, president of CNN mm-hmm. that we talked about last week, she, she quit also. She resigned also, uh, from CNN, which mm. we didn't have in the news, but that was kind of interesting that, you know, to definitely <clears throat> breaking apart oh. everything there. Look, we need to talk about uh, uh, Leather Jacket's NFT thing. Was that this week? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. He put out a video that was like, I'm putting out an NFT. NFT, yeah. And then how many hours later was the other video put out? Less than two. It was, yeah, yeah. It was like almost right away. Uh, yeah. So he must have it's gotten like, huge I'm, backlash from people. I'm not going to do this. I am so sorry. I apologize, everybody. Please forgive me. It was so funny. People must have been really mad for him to like go back on it so quickly. But he was in the first video. It's funny because he's like, I really trust them. They really know what they're mm-hmm. doing. Like this is the mm-hmm. future. I really believe in this. And then like right mm-hmm. away, he's like, Never mind. I don't actually believe in this. <laughs> <laughs> 
You can still buy it, but it has nothing to do with me anymore. Right. It's like uh, he went, you know, back on his principles. It's like he doesn't have any, almost. Uh, bird flu detected in backyard flock on Long Island. That was fun. Uh, yeah. The I mean, it's still like a uh, moving thing, I guess. But is it like the original bird flu or like a new? I thought it was like a new version or something. New version. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Uh, India made a big thing because uh, uh, Magnus Carlsen lost uh, to a 16-year-old. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I was going to put that in the TV round, and I didn't. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was also sick with COVID, so there's also that. <sighs> oh, is that? Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, in, yeah. There was that whole thing recently where he was like, "I want to like." not uh, compete anymore and now he's still competing. There's also that whole thing. <laughs> no, but he said he wouldn't compete in a world championship anymore. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Inside Edition has had an interview with uh, Simon Lever of the Tindler Swindler. That was kind of interesting. Did you watch the... In I didn't get to watch the interview. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was very short. Oh, is that why? He more or less. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't hear anything else about it other than, like, I think you sent me an article, right? You sent me an article? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did, yeah. He more or less said, oh, I didn't do anything more wrong. Well, the thing oh. about that guy is, like, he apparently is on, like, Cameo, and he has all these... You can book him for $200, Look, Do you want to do it? Right, and he's on all these other social media things, like, making money off of those, and people are... <laughs> hundred fucking dollars. People are really not happy, but then Cameo's like, yeah, but, you know, he isn't technically yeah. breaking our rules or anything, yeah. Yeah, he isn't. And I guess technically he, whatever, did his time in jail, even though it was, what, he did like a few months or something? Yeah, yeah. it was nothing. <sighs> yeah, I mean, mm, I have a feeling he's gonna get a, a lot of people just bombarding him with, you know, hate everything which he deserves mm -hmm. so uh i'm just surprised he has the balls to go online like that like he's gonna get people going after him so uh i don't know he deserves it i think yep i agree i think that's uh everything from norway i guess the last thing was there's still more drama with the whole canadian trucker thing people are really upset about oh, yeah. that the <laughs> them doxing the truckers like the media putting out there was like a release of uh, a hacked release of like what was it some kind of it was like PayPal or something but for conservatives uh, and they released all the information on all these people and people were really mad at that that was the last thing I, I could think of yeah okay uh, from Norway my name is Fro from the US my name is Luke I like to cream bye everybody bye everybody